Uh, today on the episode, we're going to be going over uh, top 10 biggest news stories of 2022, according to an article I found. Um, and then uh, some stuff we've been playing. And then we're just going to finish up by going over some games coming up in 2023 and what... Or- the games and just general things in 2023 that we're excited about. Uh, quick housekeeping. So this is, yes, of the last episode of Arcade Couch for 2022. The last episode of Arcade Couch Between Questions will be posting at 6 p.m. today as well, if you're listening to this on Monday when it comes out. So that's the last episode of Between Questions for the year as well, of course. Um, next episode of Arcade Couch you'll be able to find will be, there will be two posted during our Best of 2022 Games Week, which is starting on the 14th of the first that's our best of games week for stuff um of course you can check out all of our best of stuff by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash best of 2022 um that's not available now because it's started but when it is up that's the link you're going to be going to um and normal episodes of arca couch will return from the 23rd of january is when your regularly scheduled programming will be back it is so far away, but then when I wrote up the article today of all the podcasts that are coming in, I was also like, there's about 25 different episodes of What Do You Want to Watch coming out during that time, so it's perfectly fine. Um, cool, let's get into it. So, I want to go over this article. So, I was like looking for a good list, a decent list. I found this one at goobastomp.com, 10 <laughs> biggest video game stories of 2022. So, we did something similar to this on um, just now on uh, Ash Pulled Together, something for... Between the questions, but let's do it for video games now. So, um, they write, 2022 was a full year of video games from major releases like Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok to indie hits in the making, but 2022 was also a big year for video game news with the Steam's Dex release, the incredible leak of GTA 6 and the death of E3, a fish brought back only a few months later. Parts of the year were also crowded that major news began feedingly feeling positively ancient, like when the New York Times brought puzzle phenomenon Wordle in January 2022. If you, like us, uh, you need, two need a numbered list to keep your feeble connection to reality alive, then keep on reading. Let's go down, see if any of these shock you. Stadia closed down for good. That happened this year. In September 2022, it became official. Google Stadia is closing down in January 2023, and it won't be replaced by a different streaming service. The news came as a surprise to many studios. Uh, to many studios contracted by Stadia, most of which now left trying to find a new home for their mostly unreleased games. Of course, maybe not as big here in Australia because we never had a stadia, but still, obviously one of the bigger news stories of the, the year. Ash, you look like you just thought of a joke. Well, once, <laughs> you know, for a start, this article lists as uh, 20,223. Yeah, they have an extra two. I didn't call it out. But, you know, <laughs> you, you feel free to, yep, look. You know, sorry, writers of Goop Stomford. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest surprise is it actually lasted this long. <laughs> At least for us here in Australia, like, you, know, you never see anybody talk about Google Stadia. Um, it don't, never seems to be a thing, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, it it was good the way they handled the closure because obviously there was a lot of refunds for different stuff. So, I mean, the, you know, I'm sure the I don't people think who it was... invested in Google Stadia didn't feel gypped. I don't think it was good, though, because the announcement of Google Stadia going out was the first time that the developers heard about it. Oh, yeah, on the developer side. I was talking about, the, like, the users, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I remember, like, on the I developer remember, side, it was shit. I can't remember what developer, but one of them was like, oh, this is awkward, because I thought my game was coming out next week. <laughs> you know, and then they were like, what the fuck am I doing now? So, yeah, awkward. But. Um, Microsoft announced first-party price rise is what they've got next. 
Uh, Microsoft Studios will raise a game's base price by $10, bringing next-gen titles like Redfall and Starfield to a $70. That's the US, obviously, price tag. Games not released when Microsoft-owned studios are obviously still free to release on Xbox consoles. That's the price they're choosing. Still, Microsoft's sheer presence in the industry could eventually bring other studios to raise their prices too. Do we... I don't think we ever really discussed this at all, um, but do you think the Microsoft increasing the price of the first-party games is a big deal when they're all... Or does that just drive more people to Game Pass because they're all going to be on Game Pass anyway? I think it just makes Game Pass more valuable. Like, I don't know. It feels weird. I feel like it almost is a thing... It seems more like a strategic decision to almost maybe... Not bully, but persuade the other developers to put their game prices up as well. Because... It's funny that because not many other places have the the fallback of well we have Game Pass, so us putting up the price doesn't realistically matter because it's like on one hand uh, our community can just get Game Pass, get these games as part of that subscription, not have to worry too much about that. On the other hand, the people that are going to be purchasing the games, we're gonna get an extra ten bucks from them. Sweet, and maybe they'll go over to Game Pass eventually, and, and sure, that's fine. I think in a way it would have a more negative impact on other developers who don't have that Game Pass subscription service to fall back on. Um, but then again, I think places like Sony, Sony could put up its price and people would still pay that just because of who they are and, and the the goodwill the community has in their AAA titles. Yeah, I I feel like most people won't even know because no one pays for that. No one's going to... Most people playing... Unless... Yeah. I, unless you're buying like a collector's edition or you're like a collector, like I wonder what the percentage of people playing something like Starfield is just going to be Game Pass subscribers. And if they're not Game Pass subscribers now, they're just going to subscribe to play it anyway. Like surely that's the thing. Um, E3 cancelled forever until it wasn't. In March 2022, the ESA declared that their historical industry conference at E3 uh, was cancelled at last, but first it seemed like an ongoing pandemic might have forced the company to opt out of an in-person conference in favour of a digital showcase, but that wasn't the case. Speculation on why E3 2022 was cancelled to focus on the uh, focus on the departure of Sony and Nintendo from the show, but expanded into analysts of modern news cycles. Anyways, E3 is returning in its classic physical form in 2023. So, this was the year that E3 both was killed and resurrected. Uh, coming into 2023, do you feel any sort of hype or anything around an actual physical E3 that's somewhat back, somewhat back to the way it used to be, where they've got a few days that are only press, and then they've got the... Like, it's back to sort of how it was, like, five, six years ago, to a degree, without Sony and Nintendo there still, but, yeah. No? Uh, not really, unless they want to invite us and, like, take yeah. us over all expenses. <laughs> yeah. <day>. Um, <laughs> I don't think we'll get super invested into it until other, like, companies, just, like, commit. Yeah, to going to E3, being a presence there, um, committing to having showcases during E3. Yeah, that that will raise interest. But right now, it's like it's another gaming event. You know, I feel I feel like it could be. So since they're still going to have, they're at least going to have those couple of days of press only. I'm like, if you're there, and if you're an American outlet that can go and attend E3. Maybe even without the conferences, it'll still be a good opportunity for a bunch of people to show off games to press and get stuff written about and whatever else. But for us on the other side of the world, is it exciting? Is E3 exciting without the conferences? Not really. You know, that's the, unless you're there, like it's not, without the conferences, what is E3? Wordle went viral 
and then the New, New York Times brought it. So, uh, code-breaking puzzle game Wordle have been available online since October 2021, although similar designs were well in fashion before that. Once the game allowed players to share their results, when black and green began flood flooding social media, Wordle went viral. Following this incredible success, the New York Times brought the rights to the game and moved the platform to its website. Is it crazy to think that Wordle and them buying it and all that sort of stuff happened? Is it? None of us really. Did anyone here actually get I mean, in a Wordle hole? Or? Not really. You know, you'd occasionally just drop into it and play a day if you remembered. Um, yeah, it is weird that it was this year. I could have sworn it was last year. Mm. You know? Because uh, I'm pretty, like, some people put, I'm, I'm sure Wordle was on people's 2021 game. It was. It came out the end of last year. But the New York Times brought it this year. Yeah, so, I mean, I think the most interesting effect Wordle had was it uh, kind of spawned a bunch of other variations on Wordle. I played other yeah. variations for a time. Music guessing ones, the video game one. Like, I played a bunch of those. A lot of movie, all the, like, frame the ones. Frame you know, one, the poster guessing one. Yeah, I played a bunch of those. Yeah. yeah. So, Wordle kind of re... Uh, revitalized like the browser-based video game like to a certain extent so and i think it it was interesting that it was such a medium that you could transfer so many different genres and aspects and and things to that it made it so open to everybody um it was a cool thing i just personally never really got into it uh i think good on um the the creator for selling it to New York Times and getting Josh it back. Wardle. Yes, Josh Wardle selling Wordle and getting that getting that money. Bag. It's like a million dollars, I think, or something like that. I think it was uh, way more than a million. I thought it? there was a remember. double digits million. Yeah, a couple million, yeah. All I know is it was a good payday for yeah for Josh Wardle. Uh Bayonetta 3 drama sparked discussion of voice actors' recognition. Some of the biggest news this year came from the world of video games voice acting. Even this news itself quickly turned into drama between former Bayonetta voice actress Helena Taylor and Platinum Games. Discussion over how much voice actresses brought to Bayonetta 3 did rekindle discussion about the role of voice actors in video games. Do we feel like this sort of burnt out? Like it was such like a talked about news story and then it's sort of just like, meh, die once again come out. (laughs) I feel like it was, but at the same time, I feel like it came out and there was everybody immediately jumped to the defense of the voice actor and was like, bro, um, you know, going after Platinum Games, trying to defend uh, Helena. And then a whole bunch of context came out and everybody was like, wait a second. All right. We, we done goofed on this one that we 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 jumped before we looked into this. Like every it's it is such a a example for the society we live in especially with cancel culture Mm. is the as soon as there is a damning accusation against something everybody is just jumps in on it and goes hard on it and it is yeah it's it's in the other party to release evidence or to have people come forward and talk about it to to disprove and then it becomes this petty he said he said she said and I think out of all of this, um, Helena Taylor just came out looking really bad um, compared to, you know, in the end of Platinum Games and Jennifer Hale um, with it. 
Yeah. It, it was a classic milkshake doc situation, you know, where everybody was on board with Lena to start off with. And then as the days went by, all a whole bunch of different information came back. Uh, not necessarily completely proving that, you know, the Platinum Games were in the right, but, you know, obviously people were then looking further into Helena and her goings-on and that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty shitty situation all around. Uh, but, you know, I guess it ended well for Platinum Games. They released the game, won a game award. Sure, they sold a bunch of copies. Uh, and, you know, Bayonet is going to continue to be a franchise. Nine more games Maybe. or something, he was saying. <laughs> Will they ever come out? We don't know. Don't know. I was like, whoa. I, can't be- I was like, you took this long to give me a third one. Now you're saying you're going to make this many more? I'm like, I- I'll-, I'll play it. But, whoa. Let's How many Strangers of Paradise games are they going to have in between? It's true. Good point. Fucking Strangers of Paradise. No, they didn't make Strangers of Paradise. They no, they didn't. The- God, man. no. God, no. no. Babylon, Babylon Falls. Babylon Falls. How many Babylon Falls in between? Because I think Babylon Falls was in the top 10 worst rated games of the year. So, yeah. you know. Can't, you win some, you lose some, you know. Uh, Steam so increases recommended prices in some regions. Like most digital stores, Steam prices aren't the same everywhere. And like most digital stores, Steam regional pricing isn't perfect. Unlike other platforms, Steam opted to let publishers adjust the game's prices for each supported currency. Recognizing that small teams rarely know much about international exchange rates, Steam's offered Debs a list of recommended regional prices to go to Steam values in US prices. Uh, in October 2022, some regions saw recommended Steam prices go up five times. Some of the hardest hit currencies were Turkish lira, uh, where $60 games went uh, from 92 lira to 500, and the Argentina peso, which went from 650 to 3800. Valve plans to update its regional prices more often to avoid sudden changes, reviewing its guide annually. Um, I do, so I, we didn't discuss this because obviously it wasn't like a super, I don't, uh, strong thing, but I do, when this news story came around, obviously it was big in the countries that were affected. Uh, but yeah, it's sort of crazy. Like it was sort of a, when people realize that this is the way Steam operates on the back end and people could just be like, oh, let's just fucking, we'll just like increase the price difference of our games. Like, Fire four hundred percent. I feel like this is such a non-story, just because inflation has been such a thing. I mean, plus four hundred percent overnight's like that's fucking. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but it's. I don't. Yeah. Valve released the Steam Deck. Valve's, por- <laughs> Valve's portable <laughs> console opened pre-orders in July 2021, but only started shipping in October 2022. Delivery has recently started getting faster, uh, with users only have to wait around a week between purchase and shipment. Although it might seem like the Steam Deck was up to a rocky start, Valve seems to have kept the situation under control compared to other console manufacturers. The Steam Deck has only been r- really available for a few months, selling over 1 million copies and becoming more broadly available at around the time that pre-orders began shipping. For comparison, the PS5 officially came out two years ago, but remains stable hard to acquire um i know obviously the joke is that we we still can't get valve's steam deck in australia um but just to like touch back on this topic because obviously when it was announced i'm like fuck yes i want one kieran was like piece of shit um and now that you've touched one at pax now that you've seen everyone say how good it is hmm. do you care would you change your mind or no i never touched one at pax <laughs> he refused to remember i refused to now that you looked um, at but it, at the same yeah. time i i still think it's uh, you know what no not i still think i still think there is i think there's opportunity for it 
I think if that's it a does, change of heart, <laughs> that is a change of heart. Um, I think if it does start getting uh, more availability here in Australia or any availability whatsoever, um, I, I've seen a, a lot of games that have come out that I'm like, you know what? I think it'd be pretty cool to play on Steam Deck. Um, I think there is a platform for it. I wouldn't be playing things like your Counter Strikes and your Dota no, no, 2s and no, no, no. stuff like that on it, which I think part of them tried to sell on it or show on it. Um, Let me see mouse heavy, you're saying. Yes. Yeah, anything that's too mouse heavy. Uh, but I've seen some really cool things you can do with it. It looks like something cool just to hang out and be on the couch or in bed and stuff and playing games. Um, but yeah, um, overall, I think I'm a bit more positive on it. I think at the time, maybe when they announced it, it seemed like a weird pipe dream that kind of fit in with with the likes of Stadia and stuff like that. Um, and but to to see how it's going, to see the positive reception of it, um, I think there is. Yeah, it's a, it's in a lot more better place now from my point of view. Ash, do you have any uh, thoughts on the the old? I scene? would like one. I don't really need one, but it would be nice. So you know, Valve took us up here in Australia. <laughs> you're giving uh, out like you sure see, did you see they gave sure, out more uh, you know consumer laws are like difficult to deal with uh, because they required you to like treat customers with respect but yeah that's bullshit come on how dare, <laughs> how dare. Um, yeah I'm hoping like obviously you can import one and pay a million dollars if you want but like you, you're playing like nearly double I feel by the time you import one so it's really not worth the, the effort I mean it'll probably be the same price when it eventually gets here but at least you know where all the money's going. Well, I assume because I think my, if you look at the price and do like a like a straight conversion, it's like a, for this lower end model, I think it comes out like say like eight hundred and sixty Australian or something like that. So it'll probably be a thousand Australian. Like let's be real, it'll probably be like nine hundred ninety nine or some shit. That into partial of a graphics card at this point, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Microsoft might buy Activision Blizzard on January. 18th, 2022, Microsoft moved to acquire Activision Blizzard for $16 billion. The deal has been halted by the FTC, the United States agency tasked with enforcing antitrust law. While other regulatory agencies worldwide have been reportedly looking, to clo- looking closely at the deal, the FTC seems especially worried about Microsoft's hand in, quote, subscription content and cloud gaming business, end quote. In other words, they seem to be worried about console-exclusive games as they are about the over-dominance of Xbox Game Pass. How are we feeling about, do you feel like this is actually going to go through next year? <laughs> like, it's actually going to finally close? Like, what are we... How are we I'm, I'm pretty positive about it. I don't think... I don't think Microsoft would have even gone into this endeavor without them thinking that the, the likelihood of their achieving was very high. Even if the FTC... I think they had to go into this expecting the FTC to do something. Um, I think they would be very short-sighted and short-minded if they hadn't done that. So to to see them um, approach it, I think they have a good um, case of showing their goodwill in other assets of their business in terms of stuff like making Office available on Mac products um, and the compatibility they've done across it, the the work they've already done to make sure that games are multifaceted and multi-platform. I think they... Yeah, I think this is just another hurdle that they have to go over um and i think there will be some concessions like some written like kind of more legally binding um promises to make sure call of duty stays on playstation just to keep playstation to shut the fuck up 
Um, but yeah, I, I think eventually it will go through. Ash looks like you've got something to say. Oh, I think eventually it'll go through, but yeah, I think like Kieran said, there'll be a lot of concessions. Possibly, you know, they might have to, Activision might have to sell off some assets, um, much in the way that when Disney bought 20th Century Fox, they had to sell off a bunch of TV networks and that kind of stuff that were attached to the company. Um, or like Fox overall, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a situation like that. Microsoft is too big for this not to go through. I mm. think that's what it comes down to. You got too much money and too much power to be stopped, really. Okay, this is if they want something, you know, they'll do whatever they have to to get it. So, uh, which you know isn't a great thing for the future of video games, am I right? Yeah. Good old Sony, the underdog, you know, fighting against the good fighting. Fuck so. off! <laughs> That's a, you can take Sony's dick out of your mouth, and um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. Um, EA and FIFA are no longer partners. In what <gasps> what might have been be the last of the biggest news of twenty twenty two? In early was it December? No, I feel like it was earlier. I feel no, like it, was, it was it was like it's got to be early. It's got to be earlier than that. No, because it was before FIFA even launched. Yeah. Anyway, earlier this year, this year's <laughs> it was like yeah. August. It was either July or August. Yeah. Earlier this year, FIFA and EA announced that the nearly thirty years of partnership have come to an end. For as long as there have been FIFA games, EA has been the one to publish and develop them. The cause for the split seems to have been the one billion price tag for the four-year concession of the FIFA, of FIFA's name. Vitally, the presence of football teams with player likeness isn't part of the deal discussed here. Um, Ash, do you feel like this has turned out as big a news story as we thought it was going to be? Or? Uh, not yet. I, I think this will be a big story in 2023. Yeah. Like yeah. when EA football... Or football EA, club, is EA it? Sports, or EA Club is it FC or something like that. FC or something like that? Yeah. It's yeah, it comes out like and we're like, oh, this doesn't feel right, you know? And, you know, the, the it's, it's, it's interesting, obviously, this is the last year of the deal. The FIFA World Cup is currently running in FIFA, um, and it's like a great implementation. It feels like the final hurrah for like FIFA being mentioned in FIFA, you know. And then we, I guess, we see what happens with the FIFA license. Does is it? Are they going to hand it to like some upstart company? Are they going to go? Would would they go over to Konami and like, hey, Provo, do you want to take this uh, FIFA license? I don't think anybody else would pay. One billion dollars over four years for the license, though. So I think you know, whatever they do, they're going to be uh, paying considerably less, getting much less than they would have been getting from EA, I would imagine. I don't feel like it's surely it's not worth it. Yeah, like, and I don't think sales wise, if I had to guess, right now, if those two games were to go to head to head, I think consumers are smart enough to know the EA game is the one that they want to be playing. Because all the streamers, all the community is going to stick around with the EA version of the game. Yeah. Even though they all hate EA. <laughs> and the, you see, I don't know the if they will. I don't... I don't think they'll swap over purely because it's not called FIFA. It's in the game. You know what I mean? It's in but the I game. If, and I also, we if, don't know... It'll be completely... Un, I, I suspect it'll be a brand new team working on the FIFA and it's not going to be great out of the box. Version one. Gotta have some belief, you know? 
I don't think FIFA. I don't think FIFA 2024 is going to be better than FIFA 2023. The thing is, the thing is, though, I think the general public will buy FIFA 2024, not understanding that there has been a change. I think the the general people who go into your your brick and mortars that you're such a fan of, and they go and pick up their games, will look at and say, "Oh, FIFA! Well, give me FIFA, bro! I want FIFA! Give me FIFA!" And they'll just grab FIFA. No, but then they'll have smart uh, people who work in the brick and mortar stores, you know, who actually care about video games. Tell them, no, you want to play EA FC. No, you don't. Because that's do. the, you know, that's the game that you've been playing all these years. That's the actual FIFA. This is the the knockoff version with the same name. That's the the skin, <laughs> fake skin, skin body version. I doubt that's going to happen. I don't know. The people who work in brick and mortar stores are very you know, good at their jobs. The thing is, I don't think that's from a business point of view. That's not good at your jobs because you're talking them out of purchasing something and you're and just buying something else. With, yeah, but you're just going to be left with a whole bunch of stock or something that your employees keep telling them not to buy. <laughs> like that's a bad business. <laughs> I don't know if if someone comes in and wants to buy Battlefield and they 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 think they want to buy Battlefield, but what they really want to buy is Call of Duty. Do you think they're not going to point them in the direction of Call of Duty? Why would they if they want to buy Battlefield? Because then they'll come back and return it and get the other thing when they realize it's not the thing they want. You're just saving but yourself you just, effort. You, no, you just told you just said that they want Battlefield though. You're not going to be like think no, you they don't want Battlefield. Want you, it's not. No, it's not. It's not your job there to correct somebody and be like, your opinion's bad of what you want. This is what you actually want. That's not what they do. That's you you don't know what people in retail are like. You know, they're dumb. Uh, they don't know what they want. <laughs> Back me up, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, as a salesperson in, a, in an industry, if somebody was like, hey, I want to buy this thing, would you be like, no, don't buy this thing. You want this thing over here. Yes, but I think it's different. It's different because <laughs> there would be certain deals that you're getting better money well, on. Well, no, because like, like if someone's like, for, so for example, like this literally happened recently, but this is very different between college. This is what I'm saying. It's like a very different example. Yeah. Between college, you did Battlefield. My example is someone the other day is like, I think I want this oven. Um, just a ceramic cooktop and I said I think you want an induction one no we don't want to pay more they had two kids with them I said you sure you don't do you know the benefits in the induction cooktop and they said no and I explained it's got the cool to touch and that's like a lot better for kids because they're not going to burn themselves and they said that sounds fantastic I didn't know that was a thing so that's that's like part of the job is to educate and point people towards the better products for them but I feel like that's a lot different than just someone trying to buy a fucking Call of Duty or Battlefield. Someone coming in and said, I want the very popular first-person shooter. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's something with a Battlefield in it. You're like, no, you want Call of Duty. Yeah. All right, last The one game. that's just released, not the one from 2005. Fucking hell. Battlefield 5, you know? GTA 6 was the biggest leak in recent memory. GTA 6 might have been the victim of the biggest leak yes. in video games, perhaps second only to the Half-Life 2 leak, which isn't saying little, uh, blah, 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 blah. The leak that was published online in September 2022 amounted to a staggering of three gigabytes of short gameplay sequences. 
Even though the version of GTS 6 present in the leaks is clearly an early build, some less than tech savvy players assumed the footage was indicative of the final quality of the game. This sparked an interest, interesting conversation about the secretiveness surrounding certain aspects of the games industry, and it is on, ultimately unlikely to damage a company as large as Rockstar. I still haven't watched so, any of this shit, but so Gumba Stomp has Gumba Stomp has missed like the biggest part of this and why it's the biggest story. It was because the game's code leaked, like the Someone building sold blocks. It, right? Yeah, somebody stole it and leaked it yeah. out there. Like it is the building blocks of the game. It's not just a couple cutscenes of showing what the game is and stuff like that. It is the core of the game, which is what companies have to protect and what companies have to legalize and, and encrypt and and bury so much of yeah. to protect their games this is put it's monumental in how far it would have set gta 6 back because rockstar has to go into this and go okay are we rebuilding this entire code and changing this code are we gonna have to start from scratch again on this game that we are already x amount of months or years into development like it, it's such a it's such a big and monumental league yeah it puts into the conversation of protection and um the the sources and that kind of side of leaks and people giving credit to leaks and how sites like 4chan and reddit play into leaks but it's like the main chunk of this was gta 6 is code like this is this i wouldn't be surprised if we don't see gta 6 for a year or two more than what rockstar had originally expected now because of this leak yeah no that's uh the code part i guess is the i don't remember so it got it got brought by one person i've no idea if we know what that person is like or what they've said they're gonna do yeah. with it or like i don't know maybe it was an undercover rockstar agent and they brought it back <laughs> i don't know potentially maybe they finally released agent the problem <laughs> is the, the problem is with <laughs> the problem is with that is any company doesn't want to buy it even if they've done it secretly yes any company doesn't want to buy because you then set the precedent well, waste people money. can steal stuff from well you, you. don't admit that, and you've, that you've brought it that's what i'm saying yes. undercover maybe potentially because if you admit you do it then yes you set the precedent um any thoughts on the leak stuff ash i mean it was crazy when it happened but you know it's kind of unfortunately a common occurrence in the industry like mm. People are just looking for that information and willing to do whatever it takes to get it to like be first and get internet clout. So, uh, yeah. You see, the snitch has retired everyone, as a side note, wrapping up. Really? The snitch on Twitter leaked a bunch of stuff. I did see that, actually. They've retired from leaking. I like how people they all can snitches have retired. Yeah, all snitches have retired. <laughs> but yeah, the snitch on Twitter retired. So. <laughs> All these big leakers, they're hanging out, they're, leak they're leaking hats, you know? Alright, let's move into what we've been playing for the final time in 2022. I'm going to kick things off with Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Um, so, finish this. I'll have a review up, but I obviously can't decide what I'm going to give it at this stage because i got to really think about it. But, so, I love this game. Put that out ahead. This is like... <laughs> Really, really good game. I have super fond memories of playing this on the PSP when it uh, originally released. I always thought... I went into this going, is this is replaying this going to ruin my memories of this game? Because I... Especially the ending of this game and, like, the last, like, sort of half hour, 45 minutes, I had always had in my head as some of the most, like, 
greatest like video game moment shit ever. Um, not ruined. Still, still sad as fuck. Still this like fantastic ending to a game. Um, most of this, I'm really surprised how well this game turned out, I guess is, well, not too much. It is a PSP game, which means there's a lot of stuff in here that just transferred over into a full console release is a bit weird. Um, there's some other stuff that just holds up fantastically, which is the story and like just the general, um, beats of the, the story and, um, the stuff happening in the, the missions, but even the gameplay, like, so for people who don't know, this is a prequel to, it's set before the events of Final Fantasy VII. Um, you play as a different character, but you, um, you play as Zack. Um, but I, I'm trying to not say stuff for spoiler reasons. That's the other weird thing about this game. After the release of Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'm like, this game doesn't tie into that anymore with how that game ends. So that's a whole different, like, can of worms. Anyway, um, the, the, uh, but you play as him, so it's a third-person action game. It's not turn-based. Uh, and how it works is you basically just attack enemies, like hack away, so sort of like Kingdom Hearts, I guess. Like um, you can press the LR buttons to sort of rotate between like activating a, um, like using your potions and that sort of stuff. Um, you can hold down, I think it's L1 or L2, something like that. To, and then you can use, um, you can assign like four hotkeys to magic attacks or like a cure spell or something like that. And then constantly the, the gimmick of this game is constantly in the top left hand corner. It's always rolling like a slot machine thing. I guess it's like three symbols. And if they match up like certain characters, um, depending on your relationship with them and stuff, you'll like trigger a limit break or so if you get like a bunch of arrows, you'll trigger like a healing spell from her. But that's also how you summon in this game. Like you get three ifrits in a row and you'll like summon. So it's like a randomized element to a degree to the gameplay. Um, gameplay is still really fun. It's simple, but fun. Um, story is fantastic. It looks really, really good. Like obviously this is a PSP game. But it's, it's not like remade from the ground up, but it's like sort of somewhere in between. It's not a just a... Uh, gloss over hd remaster because it wouldn't look this good it's it is surprisingly good looking like the, i got i got a screenshot of where i stuck zach in a corner so i could get the camera to do that weird thing where I'll, like forcibly zoom in because there's no like photo mode in this game and i was like fuck his face looks good like the <laughs> like this is the resolution on this thing so um the only downside to the game is because it was designed as a psp game that you would obviously play on the go for shorter bursts and sessions um you have to, a lot of the game, especially if you want to like grind up a few levels before you go do the next main story mission, is you'll go do these side missions and the side missions can last, they, they're very short. They, they're usually like 30 seconds, a minute, like something like that. Obviously that was designed around a PSP, but sitting at home and like just grinding through some of those for even 10 minutes or so, they're just boring. They're like they're not, there's nothing <laughs> to them. Like it definitely worked at the time in the PSP. I understand why it's there. It works very well on a handheld, but that, that's the only downside um, to this game. There's like 300 of these fucking side missions in this game, which, yeah. Again, on PSP, when I was playing this in high school and I was doing some of these missions, like every now and then, like in class in the back of the room, um, like, great. That's fantastic. Like, let me level up and unlock everything in this game. When I'm playing at home, I'm like, oh, this is so, so tedious. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a, a really great game that a lot of people didn't play because of the fact that it was on PSP. It's probably one of the best Final Fantasy stories. Um, I don't know if it's like one of the best games because, again, the gameplay is like, it's good, but it's not like as good as a lot of other ones. But it's definitely one of the best Final Fantasy stories and one of the best written Final Fantasy games that you'll um, ever play. It's hard for me to suggest playing this if you only started playing it Remake, though. 
just because, yeah, this story does not line up with no, what's doing in remake. You at think all. it's? I still think it's a good idea to play this, even with remake, because you then have the context of what the storyline actually is. So when you play remake two or whatever the fuck mm. it's going to be called going forward, you you understand where the differences are in the game and where the differences have come through from Crisis Core. Mm. Good work, though. I yeah. think you. I think it'd be like playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, but without having the knowledge of Final Fantasy. So you kind of miss a lot of that, oh, all the shit is changing and is different and is is not the same. And, and all that explanation, I think, yeah, I think having this as contextual information, I think it's really good. And it's an amazing fucking story. So people should, yeah, I, I fully think even if it doesn't tie into Remake, it's still well worth picking up and playing. Remember the first time I played this, like, because I'd already played Final Fantasy VII, of um you go you like reach a certain point in this story like where you're like oh fuck it's about to happen like i know what we're up to a certain point like we're up to like such a big moment of the story of final fantasy 7 and i'm about to see it happen in real time and uh yeah just like oh, you sort of dread it it's like the thing like it does such yeah. a a big job of building up the dread around this particular moment so um i don't know ash you like obviously you never played the original like do you have you no. looked at this and thought like oh, i wouldn't mind playing this or yeah, I mean, it, it's possibly like down the road. I don't, I'm not like dying to go pick up a no. copy. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, knowing that it's quite a bit shorter than <laughs> in Final Fantasy VII, uh, and like obviously some there's some story content that will you would think would carry over. Uh, has me intrigued. You know, obviously graphically it looks pretty good, uh, but you know. It's interesting to see some of the comments people have made about it and, like, a lot of the dialogue. I think it's been something that's come up regularly. I know. Yeah, just how, you know, it is quite different to when it was on the PSP and you're just reading it, when people are actually saying some of the dialogue out loud. It's oh, like, yeah, because it's all voice acted now, so. Yeah. Well, I guess the only point against that is, look, Final Fantasy's dialogue's never been amazing. There's the fucking laughing scene from Final Fantasy X. Hi. Is- you're like this is it's beautiful and as a final fantasy fan it's it's iconic but at the same time really bad um all right uh let's go with you next ash just so i'm not talking about two things bro uh vampire survivors you've been playing some i've been playing vampire survivors i've heard people like this game Mm -hmm. uh so i started playing it on my phone uh, <laughs> so you're playing the version that not everyone loves, but that's yep. Do you want to explain what no, the game I, is? Playing, I like, started the playing it on my phone and was like, okay. "Oh yeah, this is amusing. This is, you know, obviously it's very is is actually really simple. Uh, so you're just a character. It's very it's a roguelike auto attack. You kind of start with a different character who has like a certain set of stats. Uh, you collect gold and uh, gems, which give you experience, which obviously lets you level up." As you get different weapons and attachments and power-ups and that kind of stuff. Uh, and then you're just trying to take out as many enemies as possible. Build up your rank, and then obviously you get collectibles throughout it, and you like build up in the menu. You can p- get a bunch of other power-ups and unlock different weapons and characters and all this stuff. Uh, so I'm playing on my phone. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. This is just like another mobile game that I just downloaded at random. So it, I hadn't realized I'd, re- I'd been playing Vampire Survivors <laughs> this entire this other rip-off game of Vampire Survivors. You know? Is it actually a rip-off? Like, yeah, pretty much. Like a bad rip-off. It's exactly the same format. I mean, not, it's not a bad rip-off, I mean, but, you know, 
exactly the same mechanics and yeah it's just reskinned pretty much so like oh this is interesting i wonder how this plays like on an actual like pc it's like Mm. what's the difference you know between the mobile version and it's on game pass uh, it's on game pass so i'm like oh i'll just install it uh and yeah i've lost several hours to vampire survivors on (laughs) on pc so uh yeah very simple uh but you know very addictive just the it it's just a there's like a massive checklist of tasks to do that is very rewarding to like mentally check them all off or, or mentally attempt to check them off each run uh and like yeah each run can last like obviously it's got a timer running like the first couple of runs it's like you're lucky if you get to 10 minutes and then like some runs you get over 30 it's like wow you know slaughtering all these creatures and it's it's very simple all you're really doing is moving the joystick around and like positioning yourself wherever is the best place to get to the other enemies and then making decisions about which weapons you want to select and then which weapons you down the line want to merge so they become more powerful and that kind of stuff uh yeah i'm I'm, it's quite addictive (laughs) it's like there's that one more run element to it uh and then you know just mixing it up with all the different characters they've got uh which are you know there's nothing in super fantastic about any of the characters or anything there's no plot or story or anything um other than you know you're looking for some sort of vampire i guess because there's like a coffin at each level um that you have to find so yeah i'm i'm enjoying it it's like kind of like a zone out kind of thing at the moment between different games i'm playing so uh kieran you've been playing the next gen update for the witcher 3 i have i have indeed is, uh, playing today. I'm going very what far does Geralt, Geralt look like in that bathtub? Even more handsome. What's the Even water? Is it clearer? More. It is clearer, but you can't see anything, man. It's still a little bit hazy. Uh, no, it is. It is. I still haven't played more of it, but the game just feels overall better. I think it plays more smoothly. Um, it 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 feels better in general. There's not as much kind of um, staggered animations or kind of weird load times or anything like that the game feels smooth they've not only updated the visuals and and brought the visuals to kind of full light onto the console but also incorporated a lot of mods that players were putting onto the pc they've incorporated that in general to the game um i think it's a fantastic time to to jump back in and play more of the witcher um you know it's a it's a free next gen upgrade it's not like you have to go out and pay for it um no, it's it's great overall from what I've played from it so far. Now, do you think you're actually going to finish The Witcher? Well, I was thinking about that. I have a week off coming up, but before I do- dig too far into The Witcher, I have a list of other games that I've put a decent amount of time into that I just haven't finished. Did you have your list? Did you I do need- your whiteboard again, or what'd you do? Uh, I haven't done my whiteboard in again, <laughs> but I was mentally going through that I need to finish Ragnarok because I still haven't finished off Ragnarok yet. How far do you get without I need spoilers? To, do you know? I can't. Uh, I am the open world section of the day and night place. Oh, right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. yeah I was up to, I was doing that at the time when I stopped last. Um, yep. Midnight Suns, which was another game I've put. Both those games I've easily put like 30 hours into and then just not come back to yet. So mm-hmm. Midnight Suns, I need to finish off the story of Midnight Suns. Um, yeah, Ragnarok, I'm still iffy if I'm going to finish off Callisto Protocol. Um, yeah, at least those two, because I think those two are very high caliber. And then 
look around to see what else I want to play. And it's most likely The Witcher will be while I've got a bit more time before games start coming out. Um, do I want to finish it? Yes. Am I going to finish it? I don't know. <laughs> but I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Actually, the thing is, the thing, main thing is I want to finish it, but I also want to dive into the expansions because I've heard endless good things about both the expansions that came out. Yeah, that's game. the one thing I um, feel bad about. I, the one everyone loves, Blood and Wine. I um yeah I started but I only got like an hour in and I've never gone I've never gone back to so yeah yeah um the only other thing I've started playing before recording as I put about forty five minutes into High on Life um that's the game from Justin Roiland Squanch Games and Squanch yes. Games yeah uh the game where your gun talks I guess that's the easiest your yep. gun's just like Rickle like, what it was just fucking Justin Roiland just screaming at you um. I tickles my funny bone. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like it's I've yeah. seen everyone give it from four, this game fucking sucks, to eight with hilarious. I love it. Like <laughs> so it's sort of all over the all over the place. I mean, it is from the outset, it's like if that Justin Roiland type of humor doesn't work for you, this game is not gonna be for you because it is literally this gun does not it's shut the fuck Rick up. And Morty. Yeah, it literally. Yeah. It is Rick and Morty. There is a setting actually to you make turn the, the you can, the in up. options you can turn the gun. Yeah, you can make it to only <laughs> talk when there is important story yeah, moments. necessary, so it won't like just jibber jabber away, sort of while going. But I mean, yeah. So in the the, the story, I guess for people who want to know, like, why? How does this happen? Is he's playing as like a teenage kid. The game starts. You're playing a video game, um, and then you come out, and his sister snorts cocaine because I don't know, and she's like, "Yeah, our pants are gone. Like, fuck you. Let's have a great time." And then they go outside. They're gonna go get some party supplies or some shit. And then an alien mothership sh- shows up, and then some alien dies and disappears. And then you go and save him, and like the guns there, and he's like, "Oh, remove my inhibitor chip." And they throw up on your face he's like oh sorry i had to do that so you could understand me <laughs> and, then, uh, and he's like your player's fucked it's about to die so then you're like this teleporter thing appears and you go take it and then you stick it you stick it into your microwave in the house and then your house becomes a able to travel through space space and then you travel to some space planet and then <laughs> you're on a mission to i don't know stop the bad guys or some shit i don't know <laughs> it's a, it's 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 a wild game so far so that's a do you have any interest in playing this karen or I'm already playing this. Oh, did you? Um, oh, okay, you didn't. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, play this. I played like the first hour and a half. Like I've done like the first uh, up until like the second or the first new planet. Was only, I'm only just going to the the first planet after the like the after you get the suit or whatever. Oh, you have to get the suit and stuff. So I've already done. No, that. I've done I've the done suit. I'm now going. I've just got to like the next part after the, the suit. Ah, okay, okay. So like the Care Bear Planet, which yeah. is not a spoiler because they're in the trailer. Yeah. Um, there's Care Bears there, but yeah. So I'm roughly there somewhere. Um, I think it's good, but at the same time, it has the same problem for me that I have with the Rick and Morty content, which is I wouldn't be able to play this game for a long period of time in a row. Because eventually I would just get my fill of it. Or it's almost like you're eating a very rich chocolate cake. Where it's like, man, the first like slice is really good. But if you have to keep eating more like the kid out of Matilda, it's not going to go well. Um, I think the the writing is good. I think it looks amazing. You know I actually think this game looks amazing. This game looks stunning in some ways. Like walking around the initial kind of hub area. I literally was like... 
place looks like it was ripped out of Cyberpunk in some ways. I think that that, that planet you go to the first one is they're like, welcome to Wright City, or like it's it's. I'm like, I'm pretty yes. sure it's supposed to be yeah. like a rip on Cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. But no, it, it's fun. Um, the first gun making you have to reload it, like you're Jerking pulling off. the skin back on a flaccid, yep. uncircumcised penis. Um, yep. is quite funny. Yep. Um, and the little <laughs> bit of goo <laughs> that comes out every time, it's like. <laughs> Um, it's written really well, uh, but yeah, I think it is one of those things where after, I think I played for an hour and a half, almost two hours the first time I played it, and I was very much over the, not over the comedy, but I was very much like, okay, I'm done for now, I don't need to, to listen to this more just yet. Um, yeah, it's, it is surprisingly good though, and I think especially what helps it even more is that it's on Game Pass. Yeah, this is 100% Um, a perfect Game Pass game. Yeah, it's a perfect Game Pass game. It plays interestingly. It's a very basic first-person shooter. Yeah. Um, I like the the like, the like how the tutorial for this game is built into that the the game the kids play at the start, which is like the Doom ripoff or whatever. Yes. But my, I, sometimes it's just the simple jokes that make me laugh in these these games because there's a part there is like he's like press X to jump. You probably already know this. It's the sequel to the game because you're playing like dude bro shooter fucking yes. two or some shit. Yeah. And then you get to the next thing. He's like, all right, it comes up to the double jump section. It's a new mechanic we've added for this game, and like. Of course, you go to jump and you press X and A and you're like, fuck, the double jump didn't work. And then he calculates and he's like, oh, these fuckers, they forgot to put the double jump in. All right, just, no, <laughs> never mind, just crouch. <laughs> like, <laughs> just crouch, you like, can crouch. Is like, he crouch still? And, and even, <laughs> even stuff like um, there's abilities that each of the guns have or get and you can use them freely out of combat, but once you're in combat, the explanation is, oh, I, I don't, I just, I'm a bit, I'm a bit embarrassed and nervous when enemies are around, so takes me a bit longer to 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 get to get it back and you just there's just explanations and in world and it's a very aware self-aware game um you guys i tried yeah, to shoot like civilians in the first planet he's like can you just can you just stop shooting people you're 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 a fucking maniac stop trying to kill people <laughs> yeah yeah no it is um it's it's fun it's just yeah it's as i said it's not something i could sit and just binge for 10 hours at a time i know the game probably isn't that long but no apparently it's I not that long so. yeah um my the funniest thing too is just that, like it's like 60 gig or something because of the fact that i i guess there's like a shit ton of voice lines in the game and obviously that's like a lot of data yeah. voice lines and then b they've like hidden three movies in here with movie commentary and whatever else <laughs> it's like for some dumb ass reason but Oh, funny, 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 funny. All right, let's move into the final topic for the year and this episode. As per usual, I want to run down a list of games coming in the following year and just do like uh, just stop on the ones that we care about. Let's let's talk about those. But I'm reading off a list from Gamespot. They've just got sort of outlined here. Um, I'm just going to read from all and then give you a hot second to chime in and say I care about this or don't care about this, and I'll stop on the ones I care about. But Otherwise, let's go through and see if there's find some stuff that we can all get excited about. So, start in January. One Piece Odyssey, a space for the Unbound. Now, this one I do, um, I do care about. This was in the Nintendo Switch, uh, Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Direct, like a month or so ago. It's like the it reminded me of like a, a Ghibli's or an anime like slice of life sci-fi sort of plot thing. I think is how I was like describing it at the time or talking about it. Um, but the, um, so I'm keen to know, keen Mm. to get started on that one. Um, then we've got Colossal Cave, Persona 4 Golden 
and Persona 3 Portable come out on like, I don't know, everything. everything. Yeah. Fire Emblem Engage. So that's the new Fire Emblem comes out January 20th. We already know DLC is coming in case you missed that. Uh, Forspoken, <laughs> January 24th. Now, Ash, I know we spoke about it on Plat, but for the sake of this podcast, obviously, I gave my thoughts on the, I played the demo and stuff, but we'll talk yes. about like how people's opinions have been a mix and stuff. With a week sitting on it now and just more varied opinions out there, like you were the person who was excited for this. So, like, how are you feeling about Forspoken coming into January? Uh, yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic. You know, I think, um, of course, the demo, I don't think has like the lead in, like the tutorial and all that kind of story context. Um, and from what I understand from a lot of the different previews, that there's a lot of interesting elements of the combat and that kind of stuff that, you know, will grow as the game goes on. So, um, yeah, I'm, like I said, cautiously optimistic about Forspoken. Yeah, I'm still cautiously optimistic after playing it. Um, I fully understood even without having to be told because I could just tell by fucking playing it. It wasn't a like good example of mm. how the actual game will work. Um, but it's, um, you're basically a spellcaster. So this is the, the spell casting game I can get excited about and care about yeah. for 2023. So that's like, you literally just have a bunch of spells you unlock and level up and you can combine them. It's and, the game yeah. about magic that you yeah. care about this year. Yeah, it's full spoken. So. Uh, then we got Warlander, Odd Bowlers, Dead Space. Of course, I'm excited. Dead Space remake just went gold like a week or so ago. Um, Kieran, yeah. after the whole thing of Callisto Protocol and all that sort of stuff, are you just a lot more excited for this remake now? Hundred percent. I think it is. I was hoping Callisto Protocol was going to be the thing that gave me that gave me this feeling, that gave me what I wanted from Dead Space. And it's funny because it's like, no, 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 just just go get it from Dead Space. Like just 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 go get it from Dead Space. Go get the remaster. Enjoy that experience again. Um, I think it comes out at a great time. Like the only thing in January that's probably going to pull me away from it is for spoken just to give the spoken a try um but yeah i think it's it's in such a good place and and i think it's a great game that you could easily knock over um over a weekend and, and fully enjoy the experience again yeah it's like an eight hour game so whatever Pardon? it's like eight to twelve hours i guess depending on yeah it's not long it's no. like a, it's a good length for a weekend yeah um super came for that one as well of course can't wait to, to to go back to Dead Space is one of my favorite games, though. King, king, king. Uh, then we have, so that's January 27th. Then January 31st, we have Season, A Letter to the Future. Talked about playing the demo for this one recently on Platinum Explosion as well. It's like a, uh, you're like leaving a commune village sort of thing. I don't really know the exact, like, uh, um, terminology they use in the game, but you, you're leaving on a bike, trip around, you go take some photos, mm-hmm. explore the world for the first time. Beautiful art style. Had some trouble at the studio. We've talked about that on Platinum a couple of times. But um, uh, I'm still keen. I'm still keen to, to to learn and hopefully get my hands on that one. Superfuse, then into February. Deliver Us Mars. Clash Artifacts of Chaos. Hogwarts Legacy. How, how, serious, how do we think this is, how do we think this is gonna go? How do we think this is gonna go? When it releases. Oh, it's you- gonna do so well. I think it look. I, I'm. It sucks. I think it looks really fucking good. Yeah, I think it looks. It looks so good, especially the stories this week where it turns out you can torture and murder other students in the game. Yeah, that's well, that part fun. I was like, that part I was like, okay, guys, let's go a bit too far. That's a bit weird. That's what we wanted I, to focus our marketing on. Yeah, yeah. 
It's a bit weird. Yeah, everybody read those books because they sided with uh, Voldemort. He was a real protagonist of those. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, obviously, I don't care about. I'm not going to play this game, but um, I'm like interested to see how things start happening as we get closer you know the discussion around the game is only going to get more and more i think it's going to be be, yeah it's going to be i think it's going to be disappointing because i think the game is going to be successful oh yeah the game's gonna be like it's not gonna bomb like i think the game's gonna be successful and i think there's gonna be a lot of people that had their hearts set on on being like we are empowered because we have voiced our opinions we voiced our problems with this game and then people are going to be like, oh, well, we didn't get heard and we haven't achieved what they wanted to achieve out of it. I, I don't think there's any guarantee this game's going to be good. No, I don't. I don't know. I never said it was going to be good. I just think it's going to be successful. Yeah, okay. I think, well, I think you it's said it looks be, good. Yeah. I, it looks good, but, you know. I think it looks bad, personally. Like, the thoughts aside from the political thing, I think the game looks very... Well, not. I think the game looks mediocre. Let me take that back. I think the game looks mediocre. I mean, it looks like any other open world game we've had in the last 10 years, so... Just with robes. <laughs> Wanted dead. Blunk. Um, came for that. That's the fuck. What's it? The That's deer. The, the deer the thing. Wolf, no, the deer and the wolf thing. Deer and right. the wolf. Yep. Co-op thing. Black and white monochrome art style thing. We're on this adventure. You play it online or with someone, and you don't get to talk. And you just have to communicate via wolf mm. noises. King. Uh, Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line. This is perfect for the Switch for me. I don't know if I will actually play it, but it's the Final Fantasy music game, so. Uh, it's going to have like a fuck ton of tracks, too. They talked about like how they're going to add to it over time. And, well, there's like 16 games worth, so. Yeah, so. 16 games plus. Yeah, then Kingdom Hearts, whatever else. Tales of Symphoria Remastered. In a wild time, would I have time to play that? Talking about Wild. Wild Hearts comes out February 17th. Of course, uh, I talked about this. This is the EA Originals, Koi Tecmo. Um, it's the EA's Monster Hunter. Yeah, it's EA's Monster Hunter. Um, I really liked what I played. I thought it was easy, like a lot more accessible Monster Hunter-like game, if that's a genre that you have always wanted to, to step into, but just being like, no, it's too complicated. Um, Wild Hearts could be it. I'm, I'm still keen to learn and get my hands on that because I, I quite enjoyed what I was playing. So, um, Especially once you started like combing off abilities and you're playing with a bunch of old people like it was, it was pretty fun so king atomic hearts it was atomic heart even like a dragon ishin i want to like all the yakuza games at the moment i still in the back of my mind would like to yep. do my yakuza thing, one day but one day um but like a dragon ishin doesn't really ruin that because it's like the spin-off like the oh yeah this is the this is the what uh, the this is the old time one, whatever the feudal <laughs> Japan one, the Ronin, the, Ronin yeah, time? feudal Japan. That's the feudal Japan, yeah. Late so, Edo period. There you go, late Edo, because they got guns, but they fire one bullet and you spend half an hour reloading it. So yeah, that sort of level or muskets. Yeah, this is the one that came out in Japan. They never released. Never it. Never came out. Yeah, because they said that. Oh, surely Western audiences don't care about um, this Western time period. Westerners don't care about samurais and Jam- yeah. Japanese people. Yeah. And then Ghost of Tsushima came out and they were like, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> we fucked up. You could have had this. Sure, there's been a bunch of Samurai Warrior games released every Yeah, but not done as well years, as Ghost yeah. of Tsushima has done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
cons cons high. I don't know. Anyway, bunch of PSVR titles. Let's just throw that out here now. February twenty second. PSVR um, two. PSVR two comes out. Bunch of PSVR two games come out, including of course Horizon of Call of the Wild, which is our current like sort of flagship title. Call it, what did I say? Call the Wild. Uh, Call the Wild. Wild. Um, I've got my pre-order down. I'm very excited. Obviously, coming into 2023, that's one of my early, really anticipated, I guess, because the release of like a new console, which PSVR 2 is, it's a console, right? Um, that's like exciting. It's only, it's only a couple months away. Like having a big event like that to, to, to look forward to. Well, it's, it's sort of got something coming up in both ends because I get really, ex- I've got The Last of Us HBO, which we've spent a year talking about on Plight finally happening next month in january so that's really exciting that's my big event happening in january and then a month later like after that four weeks after that starts i've got the release of psvr2 i'm like fuck everything's happening it's all coming up millhouse um interesting i can still pre-order a psvr right now yeah i still they probably sold out in america though at least people were tweeting i don't know if they added more so so what you're saying is we could sell our copies to americans maybe we should just need to find an adapter code Oh no, there's still, no PowerPoint. They're plugged straight into the PlayStation. It plugged straight into pl- right. the console here. Um, still not going to get one, I assume, Ash? Like at this not stage? currently. No. no, that's fine. I, and I assume, Kieran, you don't care about PSVR 2? I'm tempted. Whoa. I'm very tempted to buy it. Like, I was looking when the... All right, everybody yeah, tweet I'm, out how much you're loving Horizon Call. <laughs> yeah. Call I, just tweet out now, this shit's the best, <laughs> the future of VR. <laughs> no, the, thing, the thing was, was the, the problem with the Horizon, which I think is like, shied me away from at least that game for VR was the price tag when that got announced for it was insane. But you just buy the bundle. For, yeah, okay, that's right. You just buy the they've got a bundle. You buy PSVR but it's like itself. Yeah, so just game, tweet so. out tweet at your boy Ringo PSVR 2 it feels so good. <laughs> I got it for Christmas already. It's game changer. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Don't miss out on this experience. <laughs> You know what my problem is? My problem with VR is I've never used... I don't think... I can't even remember... I think I used VR once at PAX, and I'm worried that... Have you never played Beat Saber? No, I've never played Beat Saber. You've never had any VR stuff, right? I've never had any VR, like, physically that I can touch. My problem is spending this money and then either being bad with motion sickness or mm. it not working very well with my glasses or without my glasses. I don't, I wear glasses the- always. Yep. So that shouldn't be a, yeah. And that's, this is my, this, and it's just the thing. And I've got, you nobody- get a clip on VRs. There's <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, it, it's, it's, um, as for motion sickness, yes, you'll get motion sick and then your brain has to adapt, but that's, yeah. Okay. So but what so you, I, you give looking a gig, forward to it? It's giving you a chance to evolve. Mm. Yes, it is. I think the biggest thing that is enticing me about it compared to the PSVR 1 is not having the move controllers and having proper looking VR controllers. Controllers, now, I think, adaptive triggers in them, haptic feedback yeah, in them, finger yeah. tracking. Oh. Yeah, 100%. I think it's the big thing. Sends tingles down my body. Signing time. Um, this will be my third VR headset. Like, so, no, fourth. The thing is, that was the thing. I was, I, I, I think a couple of weeks ago, I was looking at the quest too, just in, just to be like, you know what, I should. This is a little bit less of a commitment, and it's easier to, you know, at least get and then be like, oh, okay, not for me. Then maybe mm. buying PSVR too. Oh no, the price difference is only a little bit more. So, by the time it comes out, um, 
But yeah, I'm very keen, obviously. Very, very, very keen. Digimon World Next Order, Blood Bowl 3, Company of Heroes 3, Sons of the Forest, Altelio Reza 3, Alchemist of the End and the Secret Key, Kerbal Space Program 2, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, comes out February 24th. I'm excited for that one. That's a, it's a, it's a Wii, a Wii U game they're bringing across, but. A Wii game. A Wii game, was it? Sorry, I thought it was a Wii U game. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm keen after that. I know it's, um, I have, I've never played this. Everyone, this is one of those games that, I remember when they announced, people were like, man, this game's a banger. No one played it. I'm like, yeah, no one played it because it was on the fucking Wii. That's why. I mean, Wii was like the highest selling console of all time, so I don't know. But... Okay. No one brought games for it, though. They just played Nobody bowling. cared about Kirby until. They just played fucking bowling. Year. Kirby was great this year. I don't want to talk Dude, about. I can't believe that Jeff Keighley made a Kirby joke about fitting stuff in his mouth. Or was that, or was that Bowser? It was either Keighley or Bowser. I was like, Someone did. Lowbrow, mate. Lowbrow. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're above that here at least, personally. Fucking right, we are. October. No, fuck, Jesus Christ. Oct- I was about to say Octavia's Travelers. Like, I'm like, oh, shout out to Octavia Spencer. Um, Octopath Traveler 2 comes to everything. Fucking hell. Um, Scars Above, Destiny 2 Lightfall, ends out February. Uh, not everything, by the way. Octopath Travel is not on Xbox. What is it? Oh, shit, it isn't. No. <laughs> it's not on Xbox. <laughs> uh, then we move into March. The day before. The Last of Us arrives on PC. Wolong Final Fallen Dynasty uh, comes out March 3rd. King for is this. That that mo- is that the... the, is the monkey no, that's not the... No. That's not the Wukong game. Oh, sorry, no, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the Sekiro, no, I played the demo for it. It's the Souls-like, um, it's which I played the, the demo for. Oh, t- it's the team, new Team Ninja game. Yeah, Team Ninja one. Is this the one that people were losing their minds about the gameplay trailer that came out? Or is this a no, different no, no, one no. that just happens no. to be? No. People played the demo for this, um, and I think the, the buzz was positive, mostly good, but it is just a Souls-like. Like with some slight twists and stuff like that. So I think it'll do good. Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse. Oni. Bride to the Mightiest Oni. <laughs> Skull of Bones, Ash. March 9th. You ready? Oh, man. It's crazy. You know? We could have been playing Skull and Bones right now, you know? But they delayed it to. March March 9th. And lucky, you know, it would... Thank God they didn't, like, delay it to March 17th. That would have been hilarious. If, oh. Can you imagine? Like, oh, we'll, we'll delay the game so we're away from God of War. Fuck. <laughs> Star Wars Remember Jedi the- Survivor. No. <laughs> Who would want to have a game out the exact same day as Star Wars Jedi Survivor? Alright. Uh, Not mean Peppa Pig World Adventure. Same... I was going to say Peppa Pig's <laughs> guys. Let's, let's move out of the way of Peppa Pig, all right? So, yeah, Skull and Bones is March 9th. Then we've got Legend of Heroes Trails of Zoo on March 14th. Then we've got Bayonetta. I don't know. Bayonetta Origins, Cereza <laughs> and the Lost Demons out March 17th. <laughs> of course, I'm excited for this. Will we, though? Um, yes, it will. Peppa Pig World Adventure. And Star Wars Survivor, Jedi Survivor, all also out on the same day. So you've got, yeah, Star Wars, Peppa Pig, and Bayonetta. What a, what a, what a, what trio. a mix. <laughs> what, a, what a trio coming out on game stores that day. 
Um, who's um, a pimp pig and cow walk into a bar? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what a joke. Uh, who's uh, who's excited for the Jedi Jedi Survivor? Well, I think the trailer that they released yeah. as part of the video game awards was great and showed that that game stepping forward and moving forward with it. Um, do I finish the first game before it comes <laughs> out? Maybe. Maybe I should add that to my list of games to also finish. I might do that actually. I yeah, swear, I'm on the same to, list. Yeah. Switch it to fucking story mode, both of you. Yeah. Just bang through the. Yeah. At least see you finish the story before this one. Jesus Christ. Just have to do a recap video to see where I was at. <laughs> um, have a nice death comes out March 22nd. I'm excited for this one. It's the it's little it's little de- Grim Reaper, little Grim Reaper. Grim Reapers. Um, I love the art style and the combat looks mm. fast paced and stuff. It looks re- it looks really good so far from what I've seen. Uh, storyteller. Then we've got Resident Evil 4 Remake is out March 24th. Kieran, are you excited for the Resident Evil 4 Remake? Yes, I think it's it's weird. It feels like this is really late for Resident Evil. Like, I'm so used to end of January, early Feb for Resident Evil Remake games. So, um, no, I think it's, it's going to be great. Um, it, it's coming out at an interesting time, so I don't know if I'm just going to pick it up straight away or not, but most likely will. And, uh, yeah, I think... Resident Evil 4 is the staple of Resident Evil games and, and really is why Resident Evil games are what they are today. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I hope it does as well as all the other remakes have so far. Yeah. Crime Boss, Rocky City, that one we AKA saw. AKA 90 stars get a paycheck. Yeah, 90 stars get a paycheck. The game comes out on PC March 28th. I am not excited for this game, but I'm very keen to follow its new cycle. Follow the story. <laughs> yeah, follow the story, yeah. <laughs> That's that's how I feel about that game, right? Um, Hogwarts Legacy comes out on PS4 and Xbox One on April 4th, as we move into April, because they, the last gen or versions got delayed. Um, the Switch version is even further away when that, that comes <laughs> up. Uh, Meet Your Maker. Then we've got Processor of Elimination, Mega Man, Bell Network, Legacy Collection, God of Rock, Dead Island 2, April 28th. I'm really keen for this as someone who never actually played the first Dead Island, but like between the first trailer which looks good. And then the most recent thing, I kind of like the lighter tone, like the, the, you know, like it's a fun vibe. It gives off a fun vibe. If I was to describe Dead Island 1, it's with one word, it would be jank because that game was janky as fuck. Um, so maybe I am because of that, I am a little bit more pessimistic or reluctant going into Dead Island 2. That's fair. I do recall there was a lot of bugs and hearing about them, so. Uh, then we move into May. Two releases are so far just been scheduled. You got The Legend of Zelda Tears, apparently according to Jeff Keighley, of the Kingdom coming out May 12th. Um, anyone Wasn't excited? It tears, for according to Jeff Keighley? You say, he said that's what I said, right? No, he yeah. said Tears, and we were all like, wait, it's not Tears? Yeah, it's Tears. Well, that's what he said. So we're, we're, Yeah, we're he said Tears, and it was very confusing because I was like, no, it's Tears. I thought right? it was Tears. It's tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Is we way sure? better. Yeah, we're not sure. Yeah, I'm a hun- I'm sure well, you, you said just tears. wait till there's a bunch of tears in the kingdom, and then you'll be like, <laughs> because oh, this, this all is, makes sense. It's, well, it's very much like the kid shampoo isn't no more tears. It's no more tears because it's not supposed to tear hair. It's a whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> they're tearing the kingdom apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, is anyone excited for Zelda? Yes, once again, another game that I've recently been watching like random speedruns of, 
And I'm like, fuck, I wish I'd played this game properly and I should. That's me. I never, I never went back and finished it, but I've watched so many different, like just had it on the background on Twitch or something like that. Like I feel like I've seen the whole fucking game two times over. Um, and I just, it just, obviously I wasn't, it just came out in the world where I picked Horizon and by the time I tried to play it, I was just, yeah. So, but I, I'm keen to hopefully get into this one for hopefully get into this one properly. Yeah. So that's May 12th. And then on May 26th, we have Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. Uh, Ash, one of your most anticipated games of 2023, yeah, you reckon? Yeah, definitely. Even though we still don't know exactly how it's going to play. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, maybe that's the fun of it, you know. <laughs> uh, is it going to be more of a narrative-focused game, or is it going to be very much like the Arkham City games? I don't know. Uh, but I'm keen to find out, you know. Obviously, you know, we've only gotten small snippets of story stuff, but, yeah. All the characters look really cool, and uh, it'd be cool to hear um, Kevin Conroy one last time. I'm Batman. Moving into June, we got Street Fighter Six and Diablo Four. Karen, you gonna dive into the the, the depths of hell? Yes, hundred yep. percent. Gonna be playing um, Street Fighter Six. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. It's a hell level yep, now. Fighting right? games, fighting games. Hell. Uh, no, I'm I'm really excited. I'm I'm really glad that there is a nice, healthy space between Diablo Four and the next game to be released. Um, because if it was like Diablo Four and the next game to be released, Final Fantasy Sixteen released within like kind of a small time frame, I probably wouldn't touch Diablo. So. I'm excited to play Diablo. Um, 16 days it, seems like enough time to get your Diablo 4. Six, exactly, 100%. 60 games is a per, 60 days is perfect to be like, okay, I'm just going to quickly, I will get through the story, I'll start doing higher difficulty runs, and then I'll be cool to jump into Final Fantasy, and then I can go back to Diablo later. Yeah, no, 100%. I think it's um, it's the perfect time um, for, for such a thing. Yeah, I might, um, I enjoyed playing Diablo um, for on my PlayStation, I've never played a Diablo game on PC, so maybe this will be. I my, love you know, on PC; it's really good. Yeah, maybe it's this will like, be my first is, PC Diablo. Is it going to be a shop? Where I can put is real world money. No, never again. Don't do it ever again. Shut the fuck up, Ash. Don't even give him ideas. <laughs> it was such a terrible. Like the black market was the. Oh, the black market was such a bad. No, nah, I'll be fine. No, idea. everybody has Game Pass. Get everything for free. So. All the League of Legends stuff is finally up on Game Pass. Is it actually? I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, when it it showed in the Game Awards, I was like, yeah. yeah. Or earlier this week, whatever it was. No, last week, my time was since. Um, So that's June 6th. June 22nd, another game that Karen's hinting about is Final Fantasy 16. Um, Is this probably the game, the one that we're probably all equally the most excited about, do you feel? I feel like that's probably the game on this list. Like, we're all playing it, right? I would say so. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I feel like it's I'm one f- of the most must-play games for next year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think so. And, and not only is it, you know, it's a Final Fantasy mainline game, I think for me the but fact that- But it's from Creative Business is, Unit 2. Creative Business Unit 4. CBU 4. It's 4. CBU 4. Don't give it to fucking number 2. But no, the fact that Yoshi is is working on it and how much I, even though I no longer like play it, I- have such a, a soft spot for Final Fantasy XIV story. Um, I'm I'm excited for for this game, and I'm excited for what's to come of it. 
Um, I think, yeah, for me, it's it's definitely my most anticipated game of 2023 so far. Yeah, definitely one of my most anticipated, for sure. Anytime I have a new Final Fantasy out, that's a time to, uh, to be excited. And like, even, like I've, I've always get excited for Final Fantasy and then you just... You play it and decide if it was good or not. Like it, but either way, even if it lets you down, like so, Final Fantasy um, fi- fifteen. I was like, oh, fucking numbers, losing the line. Um, like it was okay. Like I didn't love it or hate it. I don't have any like strong memories. Like, but I I played it. I got the platinum. Whatever else, it was Final Fantasy. Like Final Fantasy is just like I'm committed for life at this point. I'll just play every Final Fantasy. You know? Um, and then we got a two B announced section. So um, a bunch of this stuff they they've. I haven't actually forgot to move out list, but I'll start going down it. So, um, yeah, list all these games. Lift all the games. List all the games. The a thousand X resist. A bodic factor. After the fall, that's PSVR two game. After us, other way two. Yes, yes. I would like to play an other way two. Yeah. Yes. Um, I still need to go back and fucking. I'm going to play. Um, I brought it like a year ago. And I still haven't well, done like. it. The re- no, remaster. Maybe they put their remaster out on PS5 yeah. and stuff. I want to still do. So I want to play that before this. Like, I want to do that remaster. Because I brought it. It was on sale. The remaster version. And I still want it. So I'll, I'll do an Alan Wake remaster playthrough before this comes out. Um, Aliens Dark Descent. Meh. Angerfoot. Fuck yes. Yeah. Now, how did, how do you feel about that? I know you said when you were playing it at Paxash, you were like, you had to stop because you felt embarrassed. But... Yeah, but in the comfort of my home, my own home, you feel okay. Going, you know, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, it might. You know, be like, fuck. Do you want to okay. explain this game for people who are like, what the fuck's Angerfoot? Angerfoot is uh, imagine you're playing a what's it called uh, oh, the, the big Devolver game, the first one, Hotline Miami, Hotline Miami, but in first person. But yeah. you've also kicked people with your foot because somebody stole your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a fast-paced game where you kick doors in and kick people's faces in. Kick doors in, shoot people. Yeah, it's yeah. it's hot. Yeah, it's anger foot. Another crab's treasure: Arcadian Atlas, Ark Riders, Ark Two. Shout out to my boy Vinny D. Vin D. Big year <laughs> for the Vin D. Big year. Fast X, Ark Two. Let's fucking go. Guardian Three. Around the Book of Heroes, Aska, Assassin's Creed Mirage. How are we feeling about Assassin's Creed coming into with Mirage and? I'm excited. I think it, it's it's showing a lot more of a a more focused Assassin's Creed game compared to what we've got in terms of these massive sprawling open worlds. I think I'm excited to for it to go a bit more linear, a little bit more not linear but more focused in its in its game design, more story based, and excited to see not more story based. But just excited to see how this one plays out and, and how what is the future of Assassin's Creed based on this game. Yeah. I never finished Valhalla, but I'm still... It was too fucking big. It's too fucking it's big, just yeah. like, <laughs> It's disgustingly big. That and Odyssey... Like, I know you finished Odyssey, but yeah. those two games, like, the maps are just to the point where you're like, fucking hell, okay, there's too much other shit to play. Yeah. But I I don't know how... I, I think I did Odyssey, obviously, in a dull period or something like that, because I think my save profile was some ridiculous thing, like 90 hours or some fucking dumb number, so, to get the platinum as well. Um, Atlas Fallen, Avatar's Frontiers of Pandora. Now, Ash, you and I have watched Avatar: The Way of the Water. I'm going to admit yeah. something. I suddenly care about this game. Yeah, yeah. Is that I'm intrigued. This has yeah. me more intrigued now. Obviously, yeah. uh, I think the 
think key thing people are going to be asking now is when is this game set? Mm. Uh, because they announced it like ten years ago, so literally more yeah. than that probably. But you know, if it's set after the events of Avatar two, mm. or the very start of Avatar two, uh, that could explain a little bit more about what potentially you could be doing in the game. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely I think you know interest in Avatar is at uh, at the highest peak of since probably the first film came out. So uh, really, it's this it it's kind of worked out probably for Ubisoft that yeah. they had to delay the game. Yeah. Because I feel like people will be wanting Avatar content potentially later this year. Yeah, because the game's set in a. I know they've said this. Like, I, I don't think they've ever said anything about the, the story, but like, the game is Play set. Play as a Navi a- and embark on a journey across the Western frontier and never before seen part of Pandora. Explore a living and reactive world inhabited by unique creatures and new characters. Push back the formidable RDA forces that threaten it. So I was about to say, all, as far as I was aware, all we knew is it was set in an area that's not in the movies, which is a good idea. I feel mm. so, but having watched the movies, like just the the thing that makes them so good on the rewatch of Avatar, like where I was like, actually, I don't hate this movie; it's fine. But the thing that's so good about it, it is the world. And then watching Avatar two, the thing that's so good about Avatar two is still just the world and like just how interesting that is. So yeah, now I'm suddenly like, oh, I would actually like to explore the world. Do I care about the story? Mm. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yes, it's a it's a very interesting world to explore. Um, Baldur's Gate 3, Kieran, is going to get its full release. This has a date, yeah. so obviously it hasn't been updated. I'm yeah. excited, uh, especially um, the not only looking into um, the character that was revealed at the end of the trailer, Minsk. Um, is that the person that crawls out of the chest? A, yeah, the yeah. person who falls out of the chest who's a, a ranger is within he, the D&D. Is he getting voiced by Matthew Mercer? Is that what he I is thought? getting morphed by Matthew okay. Mercer. Big that year, is, big year for Ma- big few months for Matthew big Mercer. Big year for Matty Mercer. He is uh, he is on Everything's a roll. But Mercer. Yeah, he he will be voicing uh, Minsk for for Baldur's Gate. So is this 3. a character that ex- for D and D fan like super fans they were like they're supposed to know because that's what I was talking about when they like he came out of the chest. I feel so I like, like it is, I but I feel like it <laughs> it's a more dated character in many ways, and it's more I guess co- closely connected to Baldur's Gate. Mm. And the Baldur's Gate series, yeah. rather than your D and D icons such as like the characters of the the Drist series, yeah, the, the, uh, a little bit more iconic. Here. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, and in the characters that come in, who is probably a little bit more prominent in modern day D and D and and pop culture in general. Yeah. But no, this should be fantastic. The like the early access was fantastic and. The only reason I haven't played more of it is just because I was like, I want the full release before I, I really dig into this with a proper character. Um, I think uh, Larian's done a fantastic job of co- constant content updates, of adding new classes, changing things, adjusting things. I, it's just, yeah, it's nice to see that the full release is coming out two, three years post its initial um, release. Yeah, I'm keen to give, get, give a Bold's Gate 3 a go as well. Um, the only reason I, I just haven't bothered is yet because of the early access thing. And even the games yeah. I do care more about, I like the Hades and stuff, I'm still the same where I'm like, yeah, I'll play it for a little bit and then never touch it again. So a game I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to try. Probably not going to touch the early access. I'll just wait to the full thing. Um, Banishes Ghost of New Eden, Bark Khan, Battle Bit Remastered, Behemoth, Biogun, Black Myth Wukong. This is the monkey one. This is the one I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, this is going to be cool, is, I hope. Yeah, it definitely it, or, looks cool. Look, it could be cool, or it could just be like Crisis, where it's like, it looks cool, but it 
plays and you're like, oh, it's just... I don't know. They've released so many, like, long gameplay videos at this stage, like, and they always look so good, like... It does. We it talked does about this obviously on Plat Ash, like Can- when it was first revealed. You, like, how do you want to play this, or do you, you like, nah, it's probably maybe a bit too hard, or no, I'm keen to give it a go. Yeah. yeah. Do you, Do you guys think? So I guess this ties into this, but then also with other games coming out next year, like um, for Spoken and stuff. Do you guys think this is the year that Unreal Engine Five really kind of does its breakout year? It's being used in a lot more projects. It'll have to be. be. I mean. Yeah. The fact Fortnite yeah. only just updated is like, we're only just coming into the age of Unreal Engine 5. So, and by the way, yeah. Fortnite and Unreal Engine 5. Amazing. Really, yeah. really good. So, um, Blazing Strike, Blue Protocol, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, Botany Manor, Boundary, Bounty Star, Bramble the Mountain King, Bulwark Falconer Chronicles, Call of Duty Warzone Mobile, Capes, Chance Sinar. Cities VR and Tansen did not speak about Cocoon, Coffee Talk, Episode 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly. I want to be excited for this because I've always wanted to play Coffee Talk, but I still haven't got around to playing Coffee Talk. But, yeah, you can't really be excited yeah. for something you haven't played the first episode yes. of. Every time I see this, I'm like, that makes me want to play once it. Once again, yeah. <laughs> amazing Game Pass game. Yes. In terms of, like, once again, it's every time I look at my Game Pass. But I want to play it on Switch because it's the kind of game I'd just prefer to lay in bed play. Like, yeah, let's get it. Yeah, that's my sort of annoying Put game. Game Pass on Switch already. Yeah. Come on. Or give me a Steam Deck, because I just play Game Pass on my Steam Deck. Yeah. Which you can do. Um, I've, yeah. yeah, you can. Uh, Convergence, A League of Legends story. I'm keen to see the world of yes. League of Legends continue to be. This is the, I think this is the Echo one. Let me double check. Yes, this is the, the Echo one. Um, so this is like the, uh, the really cool art style. I can't remember the developer. It looks very. It, it almost looks like a uh, super giant. Uh, yeah. Not super giant. Super massive. Super massive game. Yes. Art style. Yeah. Game, super yeah. massive game. Yeah. Yeah. Ash, sure you'd be a bit more keen for something like this now after Arcane, because Echo's in Arcane. Yeah, I mean, potentially. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, I wanted to play the RPG whatever one. the no the. The oh, Fallen King, yeah. Ruined King, yeah, King. Like, or something, the, the, something. The Ruined King, yeah. The yeah. the Diablo one, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to play that, but never got around to it. So yeah, same. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe this one I'll pick up. Yeah. Um, Crash Team Rumble. It would help if it came to PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, true. It's only on PC. Sorry, you've got a fucking laptop. Yeah. yeah I know. Uh, Crash Team Rumble. Uh, I am. In the stage of the MOBA, yeah, the the the, the something the, MOBA. the game we think is a MOBA. Um, so I'm intrigued to learn more. About I think this. the more I've seen of stuff about this recent, like since Game Awards, it screams MOBA. Yeah, but it is it going to be good scream. or bad? Like, I, I don't feel like just, I think it's going to be Pokemon Unite levels of good. That could be good. Like, it's going to, it could be Pokemon good. Pokemon Unite good. has a big audience. Like, obviously, that's yeah. I know, yeah. no, no. I wasn't saying that as a bad thing. Yeah. I was just saying. So you look forward to the don't Crash go- Rumble esports scene coming next year. Okay. Doubt. Uh, if if it's like Doubt. more, if it's a more accessible mobile, I'm not against it because I can appreciate. I'm not against it. Yeah, I can I appreciate don't think and it'll love be an though. No, probably not. But <laughs> the, the, well, the reason Pokemon unites in esports is because it's well, it has competition. It's because it's Pokemon, and they'll hold Pokemon. And they already run those. They run an event. Like it's, they do it's, Pokemon it's, World, so of course they're going to have a championship for their game. They do championships for all the games. So, um, Creature Keeper. What a title. Crossfire, Sierra Squad, uh, 
Curse of the Sea Rats, Cyber Knights Flashpoint, Sydney Old Guns Blazing, Citrus Enterprises, Daydream Forgotten Sorrow, Destra, Memories Between. What's this game? This rings a bell. Do I know this? Oh, that's the one that's on Netflix that's finally coming out. Like, um, the, the, the Netflix game. The Dodgeball one, not funny. Yeah. Uh, Disney Illusion Island. Fuck yeah, I forgot this was coming out. I forgot this was even a game. Fuck, I'm pumped for this, eh? I forgot this comes out. This is the, the, is this? the Disney game. The, the side-scrolling... that much. The side-scrolling Mickey one thing that they announced at the... one. Uh, it was one of the games... Oh, the few games yeah. they announced at the Game Disney Fest Games... Or? No, it was the Disney Games event. The first one they did, remember? That's right. B- Blessing hosted it. That one. That was it, right? He hosted it. Am yes, I not that making that up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, you looked at me like... Yeah, no, he was, did was, do that. It was a different person. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> No, I'm keen for that. The fucking the art style and everything. It yeah. Fucking looks really good. Yeah, I was like, am I being racist? <laughs> um, Dor Dogney? Dor Dogney? I don't remember what this is, but I know the title. Oh, this is the the mother. No, I do want to this. I want to play this too. So this is the 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 girl like looking back on memories of her life, coming back to her town, and then you like go to different times and like when she visited as a kid, and then you're um you're an old lady playing as the same character there in the present day or whatever else. Mm. Really cool art style. Seems like a explore interesting ideas about growing up and whatever else. But um, fuck, where do I go? Dune Spice Wars, Dungeons of Amber Griffin, Dredge, that Australian the, game, Australian fishing. game, the fishing one. Yep, the Lovecraft esque. Lovecraft one, yeah, that was at hmm. PAX and everything. Had Steam demo available, so yeah, came for that. Earth from Another Sun, Earthlock 2, EA Sports PGA Tour 2023. Uden Chronicle 100 Heroes, Endless Dungeon, Endless Dungeon, End- sorry, Enter Knights, Everspace 2, Everywhere, Platform CBA. <laughs> it's not that, is it, you fucks? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, Exo Primal, this is the Capcom one that I don't think they've Gave us anything the dinosaur one? for yeah the dinosaur one right yeah um Fay Farm Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth no that's not coming out next year no shot if it does fucking pog if we get both no way they'd let that and Final Fantasy Sixteen be in the same year but if they did holy shit final best Final Fantasy year in fucking memory I I think it could happen. To be honest, I feel like this no could trailer. release at the end of the year. We haven't seen anything about it yet. We haven't seen a trailer. We haven't seen. That's no, not true. We saw a trailer. We saw a trailer. Did we? Yeah. I think it was yeah. like some shitty like concert thing. They put out. Yeah, it was at a concert where they announced the game was coming. Yeah, but that's the initial announcement. We haven't seen anything since. Like, I think we need to see at least another trailer or two before we can start thinking. I'm pretty sure they announced the year. Then let me look at the trailer because I'm pretty sure they're not making guessing. I'm opening the trailer now. I can't move past this. Yeah, but people fucking throw years out like it's going on a fashion. Oh my god, there's an ad. Hold on, I'll read the next game while we're fucking waiting for an ad. Um, Fire f- oh, for six minutes. Fireman, flashback to Flintlocks the Siege Door. Watch this, I know this title. Maybe I don't. Maybe it's just ringing a bell for no reason. I think it was Hall of- No, it was Summer 20. 20- no, 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 well, it was no, next winter. Yes, the trailer then says the trailer. next yeah, winter, winter. Which is our summer. Which is our summer. Yeah, so yeah. end of 2023 is what they're saying. Or start uh, of that easily That easily gets delayed into 2024. It's going to be, t- well, it's just going to be 2024. That's, I don't want to say 2024. it'll 100% get delayed. If they, work in a, if they put in a trailer, that means they're aiming for it. Will it get delayed? Maybe. Will it release? Maybe. I don't want to say, like, if they announce a date, that it means it's 100% getting delayed. Like, that, like, 
I just think it's going to be March 2024. My yeah. Call. Look, if it releases, it's absolutely insane that we get two Final Fantasy, big massive Final Fantasy games in one year. That's insane. Well, insane. I think we're going to get two in that calendar in 24 months. Oh, we'll 12 get months. two in 24. 12 months. In 12 months. Yeah. 100%. But as in the same calendar year in the same kind yeah. of... Yeah. Yes, critics year in the voting year for yeah. video games. Like, yeah. I've been saying be that because at the end of the year, you'll potentially have game of the year nominee, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, 100%, right? Like, that would be absolutely amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Flock, Forever Skies, Forza Motorsport. I keep forgetting this is a game that I want to play, but that obviously it's just been taken a while to come out. I, I, just as a side note, since this, this came up as a big X- Xbox game, and obviously we'll get to more here soon, but fuck, if, if Xbox doesn't win 2023, I don't know what the fuck they're doing, to be honest. Like, they should win. They should win. They should rock 2023. They should start. I hope so. They should start releasing games, and they should have a banger. Well, they've got yeah. no games from A yet. to F, so <laughs> they've got no games currently ready. Well, they've got nothing with a release date, but we're going to get Starfield. We're supposed we to. Don't. I think we're going to get an event soon because, as I said, like um, we, we someone need was start, teasing like an they event. need Starfield. Redfall is next year. Like I think we'll get Redfall before the end of June next year. I think Redfall is like May. I think Xbox does an event in January if not very first week of February, like very early, and they just announce a fuck ton of release dates. Yeah. They're like, I think, I think they come out and they start 2023 as, this is our fucking year. Look at all these release dates. Get excited. We're about to rock your socks off. And that'd be good. Um, Frontier's Warhammer Age of Sigma RTS. Frontier, Front Mission 2 Remake, Frozen Flame, Ghostbusters, Rise of the Go- Ghost Lord. I'm keen for this. This is the, the VR game, but... Uh, Ghost Runner 2, keen for that, because I really like Ghost Runner, of course. Mm-hmm. Glimmer in Mirror, Gory Cuddly Carnage, I'm keen for this as well, because I played Steam Demo back in a while. It's like a skateboarding cat game, where you, like, slash the fuck out of people. It is wild. It's like it's got a, a bunch of time. unicorns, right? Yeah, like, you, like, kill unicorns and shit. It's a wild fucking game. Like, it's it's very weird, but, like, I quite enjoyed the demo. Um, Grimoire, Grimoire, once more. Gumbrella, obviously played this at Gumbrella. Yeah, I'm keen for Gumbrella. It's a game in which you have an umbrella, and it's is a gun and you don't really know where it came from, but you got it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I really like what I played at packs there. Uh, hell is us. Hello neighbor search and rescue. Hell sweeper VR. Hollow Knight silk song. <laughs> Less chance that comes out than Final Fantasy seven. Re whatever. Rebirth. Um, homeworld three hyenas, hyper light breaker, high tail, immortals of avian in whatever that's industries of Titan ink bound. What's ink bound? That rings a bell or maybe it doesn't. Let me look at the, Oh, that's the, uh, is it the potions one? No, it might be. I don't know. It's like the, anyway, whatever. Jump Light Odyssey, Jurassic World Aftermath Collection, PSVR 2. I would want to actually play that on PSVR 2. Carlson, Curlable Space Program 2, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the game. Fuck yes. Layers of Fear, uh, Leap, Level Zero, Lynch and Veil, Liza P. I'm keen for this. This is the, um, this is the Pinocchio one, right? Am I going insane? No, this yes, sounds this right. Is, yeah. This is the Pinocchio one. Yep. So I'm okay for this. It's Bloodborne and Pinocchio, the game. Fuck. I'm all about that shit. Yeah. Um, Lifeless Moon. But, by the way, quick note on that, actually, Liza P. There was a press release that went out recently that said they got a bunch of really positive feedback that they shared at some event recently. And I was very happy with everyone's feedback from what they played. So uh, that's good. Lifeless Moon, Lightyear Frontier. Like a dragon, like a dragon guide and the man who erased his name. Uh, this is the spin-off. It's a spin-off game. Thing. Like it's uh, between Yakuza, Like a Dragon, and 
Yakuza, whatever like the a next Dragon one is. Yeah. yeah, whatever that game is, yeah. Um, where they're bringing the main character from the old other games and he's like, then he's going to be in the new one with the Afro dude or whatever. The big hair. Yep. Right? Yeah, I think that's how it goes. Um, Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. Marvel's Midnight Suns comes to last-gen consoles and Nintendo Switch apparently next year. Marvel's Spider-Man 2. This is coming yes. out at the end of next year. I'm presuming a September release date because we got that the rough period earlier this yes. year. Yes, so, fall, yeah. whatever. So, yeah, um, fall, spring. so that's yeah, so that's September to November or September, yep. whatever it is. Yeah, that's so, correct. Uh, yeah, so September sounds about right. Uh, Mask of the Rose, Master Detective Archives Raincode. I'm keen for this because it is from the um, people that make Danganronpa. And it looks most like Danganronpa mm. that they've done since then. Uh, just it's more like open world and you like you look into mysteries and then you have to do similar Danganronpa sort of stuff where you do little mini games sort of stuff and accuse people of stuff and... Like I'm, I'm keen. I, I'm keen for that. Was, the press release came through like uh, a couple of days ago about a bunch of new character information and stuff. So keen. Master Plan Tycoon, Men of War Two, Metal Slug Tactics, Mina the Hollower, Minecraft. Which Legends. one do you think comes out first, Metal Slug Tactics or Advance Wars? Advance Wars, because it was supposed to be out and they just delayed it because of the whole um, war. It's been eleven months. Yeah. Well, you know, war ash. It never changes. Uh, Minecraft Legends. Are we keen for this? What is it good for? Yeah, what is it good for? Who knows? Absolutely nothing. Um, Minecraft Legends. Keen? I'm keen. Who wants to play? Keen. You going to play with me? Let's jump in together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where are we we dropping? This is a weird one, right? Where they were like, they were like hot, like riding around on pigs or horses or whatever. And it was like that. Yeah. 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 Something to try out. Yeah. I think think it looks good. It'll be on Game Finally an Xbox. (laughs) Fuck off, Ashley. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Uh, Minico's Night Market, uh, Moon Mystery, Mortal Kombat Onslaught. Moving out to, I am excited for this because, do you know why, Ash? Online multiplayer. That's right. Online multiplayer. I can actually play this game. I would have loved to have played the original Moving Out, but um, I need, it doesn't have online multiplayer, but they've solved all the issues. you've got no real friends. You've got no <laughs> real friends. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Shout out to no real friends. Can I get some poggers in the chat? Um, Mumbai Gullies, My Time at Sandrock, Nightingale, Nine Souls, Off the Grid, Once Human, Over Magicka, Oxenfree 2, Lost Signals. I'm keen for this. I didn't love the last game. Obviously, I thought it was an absolute buggy mess, but um, great game, but buggy as fuck. But um, I liked Oxenfree, so I'm keen for this. Uh, Pacific Drive. Okay, for this too. This is the weird one they announced recently where it's like a this is driving. The, it's like the road Night Rider, road right? Like, yeah, Night Rider. That's the one you, that you reckon is like Night Rider. Yeah. <laughs> Power World, Paradise Project, pa- yeah, Paradise Project, Park Beyond, Party Animals, Payday 3. Party Animals, give us the cute little animals fighting. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. This is the. This is taking forever to come out. Fucking, yeah. I swear I hear about it like. Can't believe it's taken so long to make a gang beat slow in Tamara. I'm keen for this. No, yes, now that I remember what it is, yes. It'll, and it'll be on Gay Pass, so there's no reason not to mm. to care about it. Um, but yeah, Payday 3, I'm going to put an asterisk on that one. I'm keen for Payday 3 if it actually comes out in 2023. I played a fuck ton of Payday 2 on PC like back when it launched, like the first couple yeah. of years that game came out. And then I tried to get you all super into it on PlayStation, but no one liked it as much as me, but that's fine. Um, we enjoyed it. We played a lot of streams. That's kind of what we all bonded <laughs> I over. I was like, we yeah, 
was it? Remember yeah, the time the that the I blew up the drug lab? I feel like you don't take the game as serious as I do. And <laughs> well, I would play true. more if we, if we had been on PC. I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more. Hey. I remember playing it on PC and loving. So, it, so we built a crew. Yeah, I played it on, on PC. Yeah, I, I want to play Payday yeah, Three. I some play, stuff. Yeah, but I probably will want to play it on PC to be honest, because I find it. That's even the game I enjoyed more on PC than console, to be honest. Yeah. Just for the amount of menus and stuff you got to do, it's sometimes like quickly. It just I Or maybe it was just because I was used to playing on PC. I enjoyed mm. playing less on PS4 because I was used to playing on PC. Um, Pepper Grinder, Pikmin 4. I think this is my first Pikmin game. I've never played Pikmin. I think this is the one. Oh, really? Like, not even never like played the a Pikmin. No. GameCube nope. game? No. Never played a Pikmin okay. in my life. Yeah. It's one of those franchises. Obviously, I know it's very popular. Uh, a big Nintendo franchise, but um, nope. that's right because they remastered that on like Wii or Wii U, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, yeah that's right. I'm sure okay. I could have played it by now, mm. but just never. Uh, Pistol Whip comes to PSVR, Planet of Lena, Prehistoric Kingdom, Pragmata, Ravenlock. What's Ravenlock? That sounds like something I should know. Google, Google me timbers. No, maybe not. Maybe it just sounds like something I should know. Uh, read only members. Neurodriver. I'm keen for this. I played the first Rito Memories like a year or two ago. Very cool sort of adventure cyberpunk game, but actually explores cyberpunk themes properly and not just for stylistic fucking reasons. Um, Redfall. We just talked about that. Obviously, going to be a big game. Um, keen to play that. Replaced. Keen for that as well. That's the really uh, really cool stylish, yeah, stylish neo noir, yeah, detective thing. I should for that. Yeah. Rogue Cop, Rogue City, Rune Factory 3 Special, Sacrifier, Scars Above. What's Scars Above? Is that, that rings a bell? Is this something I should know? Mm. Mm. Oh, this is the one previews came out for recently. I think that's why it's ringing my bell. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sea of Stars, Seasonal Led to the Future. It says it comes out February 28th. So. Okay, yeah. so yeah, but there's a few games here they haven't they've not. Yeah, this was at the Game Awards, so yeah. So look, if they're not updating this article every week, I forgive them. I Skim- mean, if you're not going to update it after the Game Awards, then I mean, it's a busy time of year. Busy time of year, maybe you know, people on breaks and stuff like that. Calm down, Ashra. Skim Shadows of Doubt, Silent Hill Ascension. Uh, I'm like very mediocre on Silent Hill Ascension. I'm probably more keen for the other Silent Hill. They announced the the more the remake. No. The, 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 la- yeah. the one at the very end that uh, had the, the really cool art style and everything like that that's been written by that the, the one set in the oh, past okay. yeah you know I didn't I know. Yeah. Skate Story Slime Rancher 2 Song of Nunu A League of Legends Story fuck I forgot they announced that and I don't think they've ever shown anything other than a, a artwork for it yeah. which a couple is of why I don't think it's probably going to come out next year I don't know We'll, we'll see. Soul Conquest, Solium Infernum, SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake. Now, Kieran, you played the and reviewed SpongeBob SquarePants, whatever the other one was called, the rehydrated thing. Um, do you want to play The Cosmic Shake or no? Probably not, unless we get a review copy. And yeah, I'll probably do that, but not out of choice. Like, not, <laughs> not, choice sorry, not, out of, not out of me going and buying the game. I'm not that big into... I think where um, Rehydrated had the nostalgia factor, I have no connection to SpongeBob modern Channel. SpongeBob. Fair. Yeah. Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. I don't think that comes out next year. It should, and it would be amazing if it did. Don't think it does. It's hard to say because they have continuously kept working on it somehow. But they are in the middle of 
<laughs> yeah, I know. So it's it is hard to say. Very hard to say. Starfield. How are we feeling about Starfield? Yes, has to come out. Are you excited though? Has to. I am actually. Yeah. I think the more that I don't know why it's 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 taken a bit for my brain to click that it's Fallout in space and what exactly that's going to mean in terms of um the gameplay and stuff like traversal in the game, whereas, you know, Fallout's all in one location, so it's it's a bit different, a bit strange. But I'm excited, I'm looking forward to it. It's more Bethesda stuff. You know, it would be really cool if Bethesda comes out with like a really clean and polished game with no fuck ups in it. I doubt that's gonna happen. <laughs> But they it's need gonna be it to crazy be that when way. the world just falls on top of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I believe when I think. Uh, Star Trek Resurgence, Star Wars Hunters, Stellar Blade, Stick It to the Stick Man, Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life, um, Sudoken One and Two HD, Swickedon, Swickedon, sorry, One and Two HD Remaster, Super Bomberman R Two, System Shock, uh, that's the remastered thing, Tales of Symphoria, Symphonia. Chia, this one I want to play, right? This is the yep, island. This little thing. island one. Yep, I do want to play that. It looks cute. New Caledonia. Um, there you go. Tentacular comes to PSVR 2. Terra Nil. Um, that's the land one, right? Yes. Yes, I do want to play that. I played a, I previewed that earlier. It was fun. Well, it was chill, but not chill. Uh, Chester Grad 2, mm. Test Drive Unlimited Solar Crown. The Dark Pictures Switchback VR comes to PSVR. Yes, please. Uh, the Expanse. I don't. Telltale. That's the new Telltale. Telltale. That's the new Telltale. The new yeah. Telltale skin suit Telltale. Skin suit, yep. The Great War Western Front. The Invincible. The Isle Tide Hotel. The Last Case of Benedict Fox. I'm That's fucking keen for this game, and we haven't seen it for ages. Looks dope. That looks so cool. No, we saw it. Didn't we see the last showcase? The last Xbox? Yeah, yeah that's that where was it was revealed. <laughs> that's where they showed it. That was like July, wasn't it? August, July. It was ages ago. It was. June. That's what they showed the trial. Xbox Bethesda Game Show Coast, June. We haven't seen it since then. So it's been six months. Come on. I want to know more. But that was like a, the pick of the bunch from that show. So Yeah, 100%. Uh, the Last Faith, The Legends of Heroes, Trials into Revering, The Light Brigade, The Lost Lords of the Fallen. Is that the one you care about or is that the other one? Yeah, that's the one with the Blue Lantern and the... Queen yes, that's the Blue Lantern one. Yes, yeah. Gothic guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Plucky Squire. What's this? Yes. That's, this is the Devolver game in which you play a little character in a storybook. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Big reveal at the end where they just crawl out of the book. Yeah, yeah. Australian game too, I think, right? Australian game, yeah. Yeah, I think it is, right? Uh, the Repair House. The Siege and the Sand Fox. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2. The Wandering Village. The Wolf Among Us 2. No? In suit yes. Telltale. You going to play it or no? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I was about to say, sure. It depends. It depends on... If, if look, if The Expanse comes out before that and The Expanse sucks, I wouldn't touch Walker Bungs. I'm not going to touch The Expanse, though, because I have no... Like, I don't watch that show, so... I think it'd still be a cool... I don't know. I'm more interested in to see how Telltale has evolved. And, yeah, that's fine. And I think Telltale, in the past, has done such a good job of, of catering games that potentially people haven't played like like how well they did with like the minecraft one and that is old telltale um so it would be interesting if they can continue that legacy of, of empowering and bring forward new um franchises to their repertoire fair uh thirsty suitors came for this yes. this is the i can't remember studios name. falcon age people 
Um, yeah. But this is the... It's the what? young woman coming back yeah. home and having to deal with all their ex-partners. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim, but... It's Scott Pilgrim, family. but with Indian family, yeah. That's the, probably the easiest way to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> um, time flies. Tintin, Tintin reporter, cigars of the Pharaoh. I didn't know this was a thing, but you know, <laughs> is it? I'm down. Yeah. yeah? Right. Down for some Tintin. Down for some Tintin. I mean, if this is in the 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 vein of like the Sherlock Holmes games, I think yeah. that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing either until I read it right then. So. The art style looks like the books, obviously, but yeah. Uh, to the stars, Tron Identity, Under the Waves. This is the Mark Bithel game, yeah, so. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Um, Unt- Untamed Tactics, Valheim, that's the full release, I guess. Venba, Vengeful Guardian, Moonrider, Warhammer 40k Bolt Gun, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, Warhammer 40k Rogue Trader, Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2. That's the only one I potentially care about. Great. There's going to be four seasons of Henry Cavill <laughs> Based on the games. <laughs> I mean, not based on the games, based on the fact that the board, the tabletop games super popular. Um, Witchfire. So this is the uh, from the people that brought you um, a walking simulator and a, the, what's it called? Vanishing of Ethan Carter and, fuck, I can't remember what the other was. Anyway, it's, the, it's a shooter. It's a shooter now. Yep. Uh, World of Horror. WrestleQuest. WrestleQuest. Fucking all about that shit. Give me that one. I'm very keen for that one. Xenonauts 2, Yeez 9, Monstrum Nox, and then Zen of the Last City. That is your 2023 preview. Overall, Kieran, how excited are you for uh, video games in the year 2023? I think there's a lot of potential for 2023, and I think we've felt that way for most years. And, you know, as always, 2023 is going to be filled with delays, with um games not living up to the standard but i think there's so much potential that you should always go into the year with the the hope of the positive outlook you know every year you kind of as an xbox supporter or somebody who really enjoys the xbox games and is looking forward to what they're doing you you go this is going to be the year that we that we xbox i sort of appreciate they didn't have hell by two on that list (laughs) because yes a hundred percent you know so many times i've been like hell by two is going to be this year for the last like two three years now um so to yeah to look forward to it to to hope for the best um yeah it, it's always fun at the end of one calendar year and starting onto the next and seeing everything that's going to be coming out I think once again it's a fantastic time to be a gamer. Ash Chafin will come in next year. Yeah, I think obviously we've got a lot of good titles uh, listed there. Probably still got a bunch of titles that we don't know about yet. As uh, always, yeah. Be as always, so I'm sure something will surprise us, but yeah. Lots of good mix of like indie games that we're excited for, uh, AAA games we're excited for, and you know, maybe this is the year Xbox gets games, yeah, first party games. Yeah, coming into twenty twenty three, I'm I I think it's going to be a really good year for games because I feel like we've had like some okay years, but with I think Xbox should have a banger of a year, and just generally like now that we're sort of on the the out year well, of COVID, I, I'm hoping it's so. two titles okay. a banger year. Three no, times, I, think I guess. They're going to have more. I feel like they're going to have a banger year. They should have a banger year. Um, I f- also just feel like on the outside of COVID, as we're starting still to pick up pace, a lot of those games got delayed and slowed down because of working from home and stuff. We're going to start mm-hmm. to like, we're going to roll into a year when a lot of that stuff's finally going to start releasing, I think is where we're 
Right. Um, pair that with the fact that I get PSVR 2 next year, which I'm really excited about. Pair that with the fact that my fucking playdate's arriving in January because I got sent a a, um, a tracking slip the other day. It's finally on its Let's way. Go, so I get playdate in January. Um, yeah. If the Steam Deck potentially gets released in Australia next year, um, be aboard that as well. That's going to be exciting. And who knows what else is going to happen. The potential that next year, if I feel like next year, if any would surely be the year that Nintendo maybe finally announces that the Switch Pro or whatever the equivalent would be. I honestly, if, if they're going to, I don't know if it's coming out next year, but I feel like next year could be the year that they announce it. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel it. I'm putting that out now. I'm putting, the, I'm putting that out as an early dawn prediction. Switch Pro is announced next year. Maybe it's even out next year. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go, I'm 100% sure. Year. I'm going, I'm going now. Switch Pro or whatever it's called, 100% starts next year. I'm going 70, 30. It's actually out next year. I, I, I reckon it's time. I, I don't think that's a crazy suggestion. I don't think it would be even crazy to suggest it comes out at the same time as uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Whatever Tears it's called, of the yeah. They're, they're calling that Tears that. of the Kingdom. I couldn't remember which joke was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I, feel like, I just feel like it's time. I'm like, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like it should be a very, very good year. A bunch of games I'm excited for, both of the AAA quality uh, from the Final Fantasies and whatever else, to a bunch of other, like all the way through, like WrestleQuest, like we just mentioned. So should be a good year. Exciting. All right, that will do Wait, it. Wait, we can't wrap up this episode of Archicouch. Massive news that got announced today. Here we go. Ash Ketchum. Oh, God, this is a... It's a fucking animal. It's, 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 you brought up the... the it won when he won the world championship. Yeah, I just you know. he's leaving the show after twenty five years. Twenty five years—that's the scary number. <laughs> Would you be annoyed if he left the show after like twenty six years? I don't care. I didn't. Well, normally you like nice round numbers. Twenty five. No, that's not, I don't care what numbers you leave shows. <laughs> it's like what anniversaries you celebrate. <laughs> I um I think this is cool to be honest. I I like it's I know people are like no blah blah blah. I'm like I most of people It makes I, sense. But most of people being like, no, this is terrible. I'm like, do you even watch it? You don't. So it doesn't matter for you, does it? It's it's, yeah. it's what's like, gonna it's happen. Like, he's gonna get amnesia and forget his Pokemon yeah. champion and he's gonna have to yeah. start all over again. Yeah. No. Uh, the writing was on the wall since they made him they that he actually made him win. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool. Like, I, I think it's cool. And there's no reason they couldn't have him, like, cameo. Like, every, like they could have the, there'll be a moment, like, two two years from now when the, the new characters bump into him for, like, an episode. Like, they could do you, something Well, like you know that, what so. the scary, the I, crazy theory that some people have got? Mm. That the girl is his daughter in the new trailer. Well, it's just because of the hat, but the hat's, like, a... The hat's yeah, the one from the I don't OG think, I don't think season. it is, because they would have to age Ash. Yeah, like, literally... I don't know. He ages at he like finally, he, he finally ages, turns. He, he finally turns thirty six. Yeah, I was about to say it's taking him twenty five years. Suddenly catches up with him. It's taking him twenty five years to turn eleven. So like at that rate, they'd have to age him by like a thousand years. Yeah, wow, I'll just say a thousand <laughs> years in the future. Yeah, so a thousand years in the future, maybe. That kid's year is insane. Like, imagine, imagine how much content you could do in a year, Dylan, if your years took as long as Ash Ketchum's years. <sighs> oh yeah, fucking imagine. Um, I think it's exciting though, like the little little artwork they showed. The fact that um, Pokemon's now going to be have a looks like a female lead character. Um, yeah, I think that's obviously exciting as well. And 
Pikachu, no longer, no, no longer a Pikachu, be propped up by an anime. Really so interesting as well that this, the time they're trying to do this is with the Paldia region, like as a like sort of the the flagship new region to to push the sport. Yeah. But yeah, sure. Do you think because so the character that they've included in the art was the Sprigato? They're all three of the starters you, are in the art. Are all yeah. three? I only saw the Sprigato. Yeah, no, all three are in the art. So. Do you think the trainer is going to have? the staple Pokemon companion like a Pikachu or are they going to change every season and get a wider variety of Pokemon in there I really don't. to have a bit more It's going to be Ash's so daughter and she's going to have Pikachu. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> no. Imagine. Pikachu needs to retire. If Ash gets to chill, then Pikachu. Uh, Pikachu is like, please, I've done my last. <laughs> that would be even show. better. Old man Pikachu. I'm too old for this shit. Too old for shit. under <laughs> <laughs> I'm keen. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, One I'm, more day away from retirement. <laughs> I think it's cool. Pika, story. pika. I think it's cool. <laughs> um, yes, let's do Pokemon. All right. Thank you for joining us this year on Arcade Couch. Of course, you will be able to um, find all of our best of 2022 games coverage as that starts going up in the next couple of weeks over on explosionnetwork.com slash no it's like a month away i guess but um explosionnetwork.com slash best of 2022 um the show as i said will have a bonus two bonus episodes going up our games week which starts on the 14th of the first and then your normal arcade couch regularly scheduled programming will return on the 23rd of january just in time for us to talk about uh dead space be the week that winds up with and if you've enjoyed the show for the year of 2022 you let us know on discord slash discord on twitter explosionnetwork.com slash twitter or by showing showering us with monetary gifts of dollars over at explosionnetwork.com slash support or whatever currency you use in your country yeah whatever currency you use in your country that's fine um until next year have a good uh holiday christmas if you celebrate um just break break from work if you get one i don't but it's fine um see you all next year goodbye